Welcome to the Spinner's Lip Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer. You guys know me. And uh, we got the round table. And uh, we're here with our special guest at his house for the second time in about two years, Eric Seifert's house. And we got Eric Seifert, who's hosting tonight. You should have said Seifert. That would have been fun. So, and I got it right <laughs> this time. It's Seifert. It's Seifert. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a great pinball collection. And, uh, and he's also a, a, a cool car enthusiast. That's really cool cars. He's so, a hell of a fine American. He is. He's an upstanding. He's a righteous dude. So thank you for hosting again, man. It's been since before COVID you hosted last. And then we got the round table. So we got uh, to my left is Dan. Yep. And Brian. Hello. And across from me is Alex. What's up? Hey, guys. Welcome. And uh, it's uh, the Saturday, the 8th of May. And this maybe episode. May to be with you. Maybe May the 8th be with you. So it's uh, Mayday Mayday is episode 38. And... Uh, so we're here. So we're going to talk about all the cool pinball stuff going on, what's in the news, what's happening. People are starting to unlock from COVID. Summer's on its way. It's beautiful. It's spring. And so let's talk about uh, getting back in the water with a cool remake of a game, a game from 1981 originally, Bally's Fathom. Go, Dan. Go, Dan. This isn't my segment. <laughs> Weren't you supposed to ask a question? Oh, the question is, hey, did you guys hear that Haggis Pinball from Australia is going to be remaking the classic 1981 Bally game, Fathom? Why, well, yes. By War Pimpleton. Why, hey, good good tip, man. <laughs> Why, yes, we did hear that, Spencer. And, in fact, they're doing two versions of it. On the Mermaid. The Mermaid version, which is going to be like the super duper awesome special edition, which uh, will have uh, a really cool play, uh, play cabinet design, some kind of iridescent paint that uh, it's like reflective, makes it look like the, the cabinet lights up or something. I haven't seen it, I haven't but I hear it. it's really, you got to see it. Um, and uh, uh, it's going to have the original rule set, plus it's going to have an advanced rule set. where it's With the Mermaid Edition. With the Mermaid Edition, where it's like uh, you have a storyline. comes with a comic book, tells you the story. And uh, also the rule set cards are actually uh, uh, display screens, which is pretty cool looking. And then you have the standard edition. What's what's the cost on the Mermaid edition? So I believe eighty nine ninety. No, it was more. It's, I it's thought it was like 10, it? I thought it was like ninety four hundred dollars for the Mermaid and like seventy three hundred dollars for the <laughs> standard uh, for the uh, the classic. And that's American price, right? Right. That that would be with the conversion. Okay. So don't don't quote me on that because I haven't you know. You can look online. Work, Haggis Haggis pinball. I was I was reading the article about it. It looks really really nice. Yeah. I mean you know with with. Fathom, you know, it's it's obviously a super classic. It's it's got a lot of history uh, because it was it was an early uh, it was an early classic. I would say, you know, yeah. one of the first ones that people really cared enough about to start doing restores and uh, and remanufacturing playfields for. So one of the cool things about I would say about that game is just because of of the history that it has, it it goes for money. That you know, maybe I wouldn't spend seven thousand dollars on a fathom, but it goes for enough money that I think that it's one of the titles that really justifies right. that price point. Like people will pay that. Now, the nine thousand dollar version that's that's pretty severe. But if those uh, if that extra rule set and uh, the other features are really really good, you know, I mean, I'm sure you're gonna. I'm sure they're not going to have any problems the way pinball is right now, selling, uh, right. what, 250 well, of them? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. There's a limit to the Mermaid of 250, and then 
Is there a limit on the standard version? I don't think there no. is. No. Um, Price-wise, I just looked it up. Classic, 7408 U.S. funds. Mermaid, 8968 U.S. Okay. funds. You're, you're right on him, man. You're the man. So, Alex yeah. did his homework. I knew, there was a, I knew there was a 400 in there. Yeah, you know, we get the yeah, idea, okay? You're looking at nine grand basically, for the Mermaid Edition. Yeah, because of shipping and whatnot. Would you spend the money on that versus getting a Sea Witch Gold? I mean, Beatles? Yeah, right, you know, yeah. I said as soon gold. as they announced that they were doing this, this Fathom, it's called Fathom Revisited? Yeah. Is that, that what it's called? That, okay. that sounds right. As soon as I heard about this, I'm like, man, if somebody at Stern isn't like, Let's retheme the Beatles right now to see which 2.0. Yeah. They're watching, like guaranteed, they're watching. Down. They would, they, they, they can just be printing money. Yeah, oh, get, yeah. get that yeah. sucker out there for like six thousand bucks, like a like a pro price. They will sell those things right, like they're going we're out of style. Right, because not having to pay for the Beatles license if it's the right. if it's the sea which All they would need to do is just re just redo the artwork. Just redo the artwork. Yeah, and they would. Yeah. they probably wouldn't even use the original files. They probably have like Zombie Yeti or somebody do it. I mean, they can use all the code from Beatles. And just you, can sell yeah. for, you can sell for 65 and sell a bunch. Yeah. Well, Beatles Golds are hitting around 6 right now, it seems like. I've, seen, used, I've used. seen them for yeah. 6 yeah. And I would pay $6,000 for a Beatles. That is a excitedly fun game. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is. It's a lot of fun. And it's, it's not like it's theme-dependent. Yeah. No. And Mer- Fathom's going to play like a new game with clear code. It's going to be fun. Yeah, the original one's a great game. It's beautiful. It's one of the best looking solid state games. Oh yeah, seven grand, seven grand is a steep price, but yeah. a fully I, restored one. A fully restored one is probably right around that right price range. That price, yeah, yeah. Uh, they they've always been in hot commodities since I've been in the hobby since two thousand three. So so here's here's the question though, right? And I mean, and obviously the answer is no, but like, will it feel like a fathom? Mm. That's a great question. That's a great. That, those early ballots got to fill, man. They just got to fill. And the end, well, no, I'm sorry. You haven't got to play it, and it's soldiered up now because we'll yeah. get to that later. Uh, my Flash Gordon, you know, you guys have all played it. I mean, and that's not a restoring or high energy. It's a, it's a minor, well, a, a decent shop job and some new parts from uh, uh, from Greg when he had Greg. it. And that thing plays like butter. That I mean, thing plays incredibly nice. Like, yeah. like, like erect nipples, it plays so good. It's, yeah. it's not totally brutal like Adam's. No, it's really like it smooth yeah, and smooth good and, flipper power, yeah. and everything everything works pretty well. And, and it just it is a really nice game. A big shout out to Brian and Cheddar for helping me get the damn thing up and running. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The of course, the new Fathom is not going to feel like the old Fathom. The right. old Fathom uses older style flipper mechs. Newer ones are superior in every way. Right. It's that's going to be the biggest difference right there. I mean, like. Good example is you know I on my never ending project heavy metal meltdown. It's got those crappy Valley sixty eight a three flippers which are garbage, and I'm just I'm upgrading the WPC style. A they're cheaper to do, and B they feel better. Yeah. See, but that's I think where you're going to run into a lot of problem because I think that again there's a there's a segment of our pinball population Curious. that is right. They are so demanding. Yeah. Like there's still this raging debate about why don't the CGC remakes right. feel exactly like, like the real thing. Yeah, and it's like, that. because they're not the real thing, or at least not the original thing. I, I, they're not the original. I, I played have, the originals and I played the where. remakes. I haven't played the remake of Monster Bash, I'll say that. But I've played the remakes of uh, Attack from Mars and uh, Medieval. I can't tell the difference. But I don't have, well, I have a lot of time on Attack from Mars, a bunch of them. Yeah. I don't have as much time on Medieval Madness. 
I honestly prefer playing dance. You know, maybe you need to become more anal than your pinball <laughs> and recognize the point zero 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 one millisecond difference and they can play about it incessantly on pinside. That's well, that's it, right? Like, and that's just the thing is, I I own a, I, I own a medieval I, remake. I, 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 I've been late the 21st century. I don't have to complain about it. Ah, ah, fuck <laughs> off! Wow, way to drive home, man. I, well, I think, I think something else to consider yeah. is how many people have played a, a, a monster bash out in the wild prior to these remakes. Well, I know, right. but I mean, you're yeah. probably one of the minority. I've never even seen one on location anywhere. Um, Fanny Ann's used to have one years ago. A long time ago, Fanny Ann's had one on the landing. Really? And, like that, the, uh, the whole, the scoop in there, you can hit it. The scoop there, this is not a joke about how big it was. You could hit a golf ball into it. It yeah. was yeah. enormous. It was yeah. Uh, Those scoops are always uh, like Elvira. You know what? Uh, the Roseville. Roseville Sunsplash had one too. <laughs> they were out there. Really? Yeah, Roseville Sunsplash had one. Uh, they were out there, but again, they didn't make many of them. Yeah. So if you found one, you're right. On location, it was kind of a luck of the draw thing. Yeah. I think you'd have much better. You had way way more chances to play Attack from Mars or Medieval Madness than... Medieval you know. Madness wasn't everywhere. Yeah. Even those... Uh, how many did they make of those? Like 3,000 or something? Like 4,000. Yeah. Like, it wasn't rare. But, well, but the Medieval Madness play. had a thing set up where if you wanted to buy that game, you had to pick up like a Popeye or some garbage as well. Right. Um, they had... Williams had this real weird distribution thing trying to get... You had to... If you wanted the hot game, you had to buy several uh, of their our near, conquerors. Near the end of I don't know the whole thing. story, but it's out there online. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, getting getting back to whatever it was, um, Fathom. yeah, Fathom Rise. A lot of people are just not going to be forgiving of of the differences. But you know, I, I own a medieval remake, and my buddy Henry owns a medieval remake, and I was over at Henry's house playing his medieval remake the other night, and it couldn't be more different than mine. Yeah, nope. Like I that. the flippers are completely different. Play good though. It plays fine. It plays great. It, it plays like a pinball different. machine. But yeah, different. you know, just it's different. Yeah, it's different. just. Every two pinball machines are different. So I'll raise my hand on this. Henry's play is different because his coil stops broke in both his flippers almost immediately. Oh, really? I, yeah. Oh, I had to, I oh that's there, right. You mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, I had to go over there and replace them. Right, but I've replaced my coil stops with proper coil stops. Well, I don't know which one. I can't recall if we just used ones he had or if we had to We just them. used something he had laying around. I remember that. Yeah. But, but you're right. They all... Play different because yours has that weird. If it's not hitting that the left the left loop, it bounces off the right sling. His does that too, but what I really notice is like on mine, if if you hit a screamer up the orbit and then you hold up the right flipper, it will. Or I think if you just let it go, that's like there's some way you can do that where it just deflects right into the catapult yeah. and it'll do it consistently. And I try to do that on his game, no. <laughs> you're, no, no, that's right. And that, the ball and, pops straight up, and I was yeah. like, "Whoa!" Again, it, you're right. Game to game, uh, the pinball one on one DVD had that trick for Tommy, where it's the same thing. Yeah, where you hit the left loop, it screamed down, you're supposed to hold the flipper, and it bounces into the uh, the start mode scoop on the left. Yeah, I've never played a Tommy. You could do that, including mine, and mine played like a rocket. Right. So that's the thing. Is just like you know, but I mean, and that's why I'm not saying will it play like an original, but will it? feel like an original because i do think that for the most part the remakes you know they don't feel like an original they play fine but you know and i'm willing to accept that like it doesn't have to be exactly like the original no two games are alike right but like the early valleys and your flash gordon is a great example you know yours doesn't play like like adam at all no. but 
they both have that specific feel. Yeah, yeah. And you know, will it feel like like a, like a modernization, which is probably what we're going to get, or will they figure out a way to get that same? You know, maybe it's good, maybe it's bad, but that that very specific, you know, valley, you know, je ne sais quoi, right? That yeah. I, that I don't know what. But it's yeah. something. It's something you feel you can't really describe it. And you know it when you feel yeah. it. And even if they don't, will the pinball hobby be able to accept that? No, yeah. of course not. They can't accept anything. Well, I don't think that the that the people the I, I don't think the vocal minority will speak for Well the here's a hobby. here's a question that I would have. So we know the prices on Fathom, how much they're how much they're gonna ask for those those games. Do you buy one of those or do you buy two classics? You know, buy like an eight ball deluxe and the Flash Gordon instead of that. Well, and that's that's your that's the trade off. You right. know, and that's how it is right now with any game. You know, what's you need a new pro for six grand or whatever they're costing. Yeah. That buys you a lot of pinball. Yeah. You know, especially depending on what you're into. You know, if you're a guy who's getting into pinball, you go, you know, six grand I can get like a brand I can get a used Iron Maiden or whatever, but I really like EMs. Yeah. And you can get like Five, six, seven EMs for that price. Yeah, you know, and again, that's just ten. That, they're not working. Yeah, and that that's up to that's up to you. <laughs> you know, with 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 how stuff's going, it's like I don't no, I don't want to pay because I don't find it worth it. But again, I'm different than everybody else out there. Sure, sure. You know, we got yeah. friends who just dropped nine or ten grand on a Rick and Morty or whatever, but it's worth it to them, and that's fine. Yeah. Well, and are there enough people out there to make it a success who are going to want a remake? Fathom. Yeah. Over a Stern Premium, or a Stern Limited Edition, or a Jersey Jack, uh, Jersey Jack Limited Edition at the uh, true at the uh, Mermaid price point. Like it's just you're you're wading into some heavy competition at nine thousand dollars with a forty yeah. year old game. Well, yeah. and we have a good point because are the newer buyers, which are a lot younger folks, who are like, I grew up with the '90s stuff. Everything before that sucks. Are they going to be willing to try that out? Or are they going for the older market, which most of us fall into, who have fond memories of playing in that when we were yeah. a kid or a teenager or, in Spencer's case, a senior citizen, <laughs> um, <laughs> playing that game in the arcade? Well, yeah. Being, and, yeah, and so a lot of people in that age range have a ton of disposable income. It's like, yeah, I want that because I remember playing it. Right. And now I don't have to go try to find one and have it restored. I get a brand new one. And that audience is going to be a lot more forgiving than some of these super anal retentive folks. Because oh, they're just like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. If, if as long yeah. as it plays right, and it right. plays how I remember playing as a kid, that's all they care about. Well, and do you think that like the market for remakes is a 1980s game? Because my thing is this. If you're really talking about guys like us, you know, you're talking about things that we did 20 years ago. Because honestly enough, Fathom... A lot more than 20 now. Right, is 40 <laughs> years, yeah. right? So 20 years ago is 2000, 30 years ago is the 90s, you know, and that's sort of like, look at where the remakes have been. They've all been the late 90s. Right. Because you just, you just started my midlife crisis. You got it. I just, bam, <laughs> go buy a Corvette quick because I want to drive one. Um, but no, seriously, I just, I think that like it's skewing a little too early. And again, I think the guys who want to spend 7,000 bucks on a Fathom, they probably already have a Fathom. Maybe. I don't know. You know. You know, honestly, if, if I had that kind of money and space, I would get one. Fathom's a great game. You know, it's fun. It's 
insanely difficult, at least for someone of my skill set, and it's beautiful. You know, it's got the back glass on it. Art is great. The playfield art is great. I don't know if I blow nine grand without seeing anything about the rules. Like, what could they possibly add to it? Maybe like an auto launcher or something like that. It already is. Yeah, they had an auto launcher. Did okay. they? Yeah, I believe, I believe I read somewhere about that. So there's a ball save. I think so, yeah, and a ball which save. Which, for me, does nothing because, like, everyone here except for Alex, we didn't grow up with ball saves. Right. So for me, it's like, okay, it's a cool added bonus, not a necessity. Right. But it'll be interesting. I, I'm Hopefully we get to see one here next year at Golden State or if Pinagogo happens. Yeah, hopefully there'll be one. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're not going to – even if Pinagogo happens, I seriously doubt they're going to be out this year. That's true. So, but yeah, it looks cool, man. Uh, you know, and I'm I'm really stoked that somebody's crazy enough to try it. I hope that they, they I really hope they can find an audience. You know, yeah. I, I don't see a problem finding an audience, but how big is the yeah, audience? Yeah. That's where we're at. You know, well, more that than, market. I think that the group of people that they, that have that kind of disposable income that are interested in pinball, I don't think it's a huge group of people. But maybe the barcade thing will help bring more of that back as people get back into society and get out to places like, like we've got coin up. Yeah. That's and open again, local, but for places that have barcades that can pull people in and introduce them to pinball, if they're not familiar with it, or maybe they haven't played it in a long time and they go in there and they see these games and they go, Oh, I'll check it out. And it turns out they like it. Then they'll look for stuff like a fathom or whatever. They won't even know what it was like to play before. Cause they've never seen it. Sure. Awesome. And maybe they'll go, okay, yeah. this looks pretty cool. Maybe I'll get one, but right. just, just, for the general population out there, I don't know a lot of kids other than the kids of the people that are in this podcast that play pinball. I don't know any kids who play pinball. So well, right now, that's a, that's a challenge for everything. Well, you, where does the next generation come? Well, from? you mentioned you already mentioned the problem with it is arcades. Yeah, right. Of most right arcades, no kids. kids can't come in. Period. Yeah. There's no kid days or anything. Yeah. Well, when the you say situation. kids, do you mean adolescents or do you mean twenty something? I mean, right. kids. Kids. Like, 18 and under. Because I think of Alex as a kid. Yeah. And of honestly enough, well, I'm not saying yeah, that no, in a bad no, no, way. No, no. I'm saying that Alex is is the next generation of pinball, right? Right. He's 20, 25, 26, 27. 27 now. God damn, you're getting old. He's <laughs> young. He's good. He seeks out pinball. He plays on location. Yeah. He owns a game. Uh, he kicks ass. You know, to me, Alex is sort of like the person who the pinball company should court. You know, he doesn't have his disposable income yet, but he will go out and spend money on a game on location. Yeah, right. You know, the people that the pinball companies are courting are are me, right? You, uh, Brian. Not me. But well, yeah. you, because, you know, you're you're the right age range. You know, for the most part, early, mid, late 40s, uh, we probably have as much disposable income as we're ever going to have, um, and we're willing to spend it, right? You know, Fathom is skewing more to you yeah you know uh about 10 years older you know you played it when it was new yeah uh and you were how old were you in 1980 so you know you were you were a teenager yeah spending all my time that was into into pinball right that was so you would be the, the arcade right and you would be the guy who would be like shit like i this is this is the game from my youth I need it, but you're also the guy who's like, I ain't spending seventy, I ain't spending seven thousand dollars on a game from 1980. No. 
you know, I want a Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I want an Attack from Mars. If I'm going to spend eight grand, I'm going to get the Elmira, man. You know, you know, and that's just the truth of the matter. Just like, you know. And I'm going to get a Yellow Brick Road. Oh, that's a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm paying extra issues. money for like no monkey. <laughs> I'm getting the monkey. Well, yeah. Just, just for my own education, how much is the is the new Jersey Jack Guns N' Roses going for? Well, they just so around. Yeah, that's a whole. Let's yeah. talk about that when we talk about the playfield issues. It's, yes. what, seven, it's a seventy-five. Oh, sorry, am I jumping ahead? No, that's no, okay. I think it's, it's okay. seventy-five right, for the sorry. basic. It's no, no. ten-five, or maybe it's eighty-five for the basic. Ten-five for the limited, and the. Collectors were like twelve five or something, but yeah. they, the thing was they went up a thousand dollars mid run, and they're behind. So they're because like, yeah, they were just like we're we're already behind. Let's bump the price. Sorry guys. Um, so yeah, you know they're they're expensive, but you know when you when you play them, you know you see where the money goes. I exactly. mean, I'm not trying to say that you know oh my god that game's totally worth eight thousand dollars, but I mean you understand why this costs more than a Stern Pro. Yeah, they are. I have to admit, I mean, the, the Jersey Jack games, they look really nice. They've got a lot, a lot of, yeah, yeah, they're a lot of money, but they've got a lot of interesting stuff. That they, 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 put, they, right. they throw it into the games. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. And so that's, that's just the thing is, you know, is, is your modern pinball player, you know, going to go for that? And I don't think so. Like I said, I, I'm sure they'll sell the 250 Mermaids oh, yeah. because there are enough people in this hobby right now who are just going to take a chance, yep. hoping for resale value. Uh, but you have to catch the mind and the imagination of the person who just wants that game. And, you know, the people, you know, I don't have a lot of people just out there right now screaming, oh, my God, man, I got to get a fathom. Right. You know, but maybe I could be wrong, man. I'm not in well, marketing. Well, like, like we talk about all the time, you know, people, I want original, well-licensed themes. No, you don't. Nobody does. Because every time somebody makes one, they don't sell for shit. Okay. Everybody yeah. wants, everybody wants uh, Harry Potter Everybody wants Back to the Future. Everybody's a collector. That's yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah, that's what everybody wants. Shall we move to on? To be fair, I want to dial in. I actually do too. Good luck finding one. I, 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 I kind of like, like dialed in too. I know yeah, I, I like game, it. But I think it's a, I think it's it shoots fun. so well. Yeah. You know what? They come up all the time. There were a couple recently that I would have made a play for. In fact, I did offer swaps for them, but. I would have I would have made a play for if I wasn't you know kind of hell bent on Guns and Roses, so yeah. So up next, uh, we've seen a teaser for it. If you guys recall, I called it before that other co- podcasting guy because I said Stern should make this like six months ago. You guys remember we're recording podcast? Oh, Mario Speedwagon? No. Yeah, we. Yes, I I would buy that actually. Uh, yeah, I like Mario. Uh, I like Oreos too. Yeah, you like Oreos too. I like Oreos. Oreos, 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 Oreos the best. Uh, Double stuff. Uh, quick side note, trivia question before we get to the next game we're talking about. Does anybody know why they're called Oreo Speedwagon? No. Because Oreo was taken? That was it's, the name of a real truck. It's the name of a like a 1900-something fire truck. It was yeah. a brand of a fire truck, and they saw it and went, that's a cool name for a band. There you go. And it's on the cover of their first album, like a painting of the, of the fire truck. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so our next game is The Mandalorian. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows anything about it. What do you, I'm like, we I know. know it's coming out. We know it's coming out. It's and full FOMO. This... It's full FOMO we... fever right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's, here's, no here's what we know. It's being made by Brian Eddy. Mm-hmm. It's being coded by Brian Eddy and Lonnie Rob. Yep. And that's all we know. Yep. <laughs> we know it's, by, it's by Stern Pinball. Oh, yeah. yes. 750 LEs. All sold out. All sold out before the announcement was made. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
That's scary. It's just, it's full on FOMO. And it's, it's the people like, hey, what's the next LE coming out? I want to get it. it, 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 it hey, it's Taylor Swift. Okay. Somebody on Pinside, and I wish I would have wrote down their name because whoever you are, mad props to you. Uh, they said, I'm going to get one and put it on location because it's going to be like, you know, having an ATM machine. It's going to print money if it has Baby Yoda anywhere in it. And, you know, it's going to. You can yeah. put that in any bar, barcade. If people, huh. it's, it's in Wyoming? Or it will be anywhere. Oh, wow. Well, I, 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 yes, we're gonna get to Wyoming. Don't worry. Don't worry. You're gonna come out and visit. We're gonna go to Dallas Tower. We'll see some aliens. Yeah, we'll get you nice. probed. It'll be fun. I love yeah. that. All right, yeah, I, I love to get Cartman. Yeah, I'm not touching that. <laughs> I love that. With yeah, me too. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> oh, god, but this if we get soft tonight. So, the Mandalorian, we haven't seen anything yet except a teaser video. We'll probably see it this Tuesday. They'll release some video, uh, and you know, guys. I'll be in Vegas when that stir, happens. And you'll be in Vegas at the Pinball Hall of Fame having fun. Yep. So maybe right. they'll get a Mandalorian when I get there. I don't think they'll have it that quick. Yeah, I know, but, right? Yeah. Um, I'm excited about it because I really, really, really like the show. It's the first TV show, literally, that I can remember with the boys, where you know, Rusty and I and the boys sat down together and watched this every week. Every Friday night, I'd get home from work. We'd have dinner. Oh, Mandalorian's on. And we'd sit down as a family and watch it like we did with TV when I was a kid. Because I watch almost no television anymore. But we would do it with that. I love that because it was like, oh, like when, and grandma's when we were kids. And, you know, it was Sunday night. And we'd have Sunday dinner at grandma's and watch the wonderful world of Disney. I thought you were going to say we'd set up a candle and we had a bed sheet and we'd make hand puppets and it was <laughs> Wild Kingdom, man. Um, Mutual Omaha. In fact, Wild uh, yeah. well, uh, Wyoming's not far from Nebraska. I'm going to drive over to uh, Omaha just so I can go to the Mutual Omaha building. Nice. Take a picture. Mutual friends. Yeah, Mutual of Omaha. That's yeah, I'm geez. sorry, man. Marlon Perkins died some time ago. Yeah. You died. Dude, Jim died, okay? Yeah, that's what that was more recently, though. Yeah. You know who else died today? Yeah, Tony yeah. Katane. Tony Katane. Tony Katane. I know. I do a memorial. Rock's, Rock's greatest skank, man. Was she, was she run over by a Jaguar? Yeah, right. Sorry, no, but she they don't really know what like they don't really know what happened. Uh she's fifty nine and looked pretty rough actually. Yeah. So. She so. had problems with drugs and alcohol. So no. no. It's probably probably related, but I don't know. I'm but bad. sure it is. That was here's the thing, even the hottest was, video yeah. when I was Oh yeah. Like in the eighties. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Who didn't like that yeah. video? Even if she was clean now, you can't abuse your body for as long and as hard as she probably did, yeah. and and expect to have a long run. So, but it's it's a real shame, you know. She was also in a rap video. She was dating. Uh, she was married to one of the dudes. Yeah, Robin Crosby. Yeah, yeah. And then she married David Coverdell. Yeah. Um, she's from San Diego, so it was Robin Crosby from Rat who died of AIDS back in the nineties. So, oh, I didn't know that. Did a lot of heroin with Nikki Six. Yeah, wow, nice. a lot of, a lot main, of heroin. Mainlining. That's the best oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that guy did a lot of drugs. Uh, but it's unfortunate. It's like, it just makes you feel older. It's like, fuck, another person from our youth died. Anyway, yeah. a little more happy news. Let's talk about the Mandalorian. So, what we know, we know who's designing, who's coding. We know who's on art. Can't remember the guy's name. Who's on did, art? He did the Star Wars comic art. Oh, edition. wow. That guy. So, that, that might be cool. That might be cool. And uh, I've heard that it's the artwork's supposed to look like the pre-production stills that they show at the end of the episodes. I've read that rumor somewhere too. So yeah, so that would be cool. Yeah. Um, so big question on this game because of all the stupid controversy around it. 
Will Cara Dune be in there or not? That's a great question. I hope they take the high road and don't, you know, bow to the stupidity and just have her in there. Uh, Disney's got to approve it. So, yeah. no, she uh, won't. So Gina Carano. Kathleen Kennedy, yeah, that Wicked Witch of the Carano. West, too. Carano, yeah. You know, I really want to see I'm, her choke to death on her own blood. I'm sure Kathleen Kennedy has absolutely nothing to do with approving the Mandalorian. What the hell happened to Gina Carano? She just she, made some. She opened her mouth and violated her contract. She, yeah, she, yeah. She, she shot her mouth off on social media repeatedly. Yeah. After she got away with it, she kept doing it. Yeah. And they finally fired her. Yeah, exactly. Which sucks because. Cara Dune was awesome. Yeah, it was yeah. A great character. Great character. Yeah. Know, and, and she was perfect for the role. And what really sucks for her is like she threw away the keys of the kingdom. They had a spinoff planned. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like yeah. Rangers had, of the New Republic or toys. something. Yeah. yeah. Like she had, she, she had it going on and just, you know, she just yeah. couldn't keep it under control. And hey, I'm I'm all for look, say what you want, you know, but when you're with your friends or when you're around people or stuff, but man, shut up on the internet. Right. Yeah. Like you've you don't got know where that's gonna go. No. Right. You've got to just you got to understand you're a public figure, and you know your words will be used against you. And, and look at look at <laughs> how many people have been brought down now oh, because opinion. they just can't. Well, I mean Johnny Depp, right? Yeah, what the fuck did he do? I have no idea. I don't keep him. Track. And, him and his wife just couldn't get along. Okay. You know, and and yeah, he got brought down. Uh, James Gunn got brought down, but managed to come back. Uh, who was like crap from like a decade ago? Yeah. Who was who was the other guy? Just a bunch of big people just have had their careers just destroyed because they just can't shut up. You know. Ah, oh, guess. Yeah. You guys are not but, Cuomo. So, yeah, that but, dude. That yeah. dude is a mobster. But <laughs> and, and we'll see if she's going to be in it. Hopefully, they will have her she, in a little she bit. She will not be in it. Most likely. Well, I can, but I can okay, but they're going to have Baby Yoda. So I can care. guarantee. You. <laughs> you can't go out and get a Cara Dune action figure. No, you can't. You know that's the whole thing. If you didn't right. get one while they were out there, you're you no, know, like yeah. I said, they're not paying her. They're not doing anything. You know, they're no. not. I mean, they probably could just use her likeness as much as they want and not pay her shit, but. That's just not. Couldn't that. do that. That'd be a violation of contract. That's just not the house of mouse style. Right. No, I'm saying. I'm saying she probably. So she's probably so yeah. sold out. <laughs> the, the, the rumor is game's gonna have an upper play field. The rumor is it flips or does something. It's got two flippers and six drop targets, and that it has the ship, which I forget the name of his ship. The Razor Crest. Thank you, Razor Crest. That's it. Thank you, Dan. Which got destroyed. Spoiler. It did, huh? Oh, oh spoiler, <laughs> shit! It did. Eric's, <laughs> Eric's crying in the corner. Crying. Now. Okay, Thank you, you gotta watch this. Really good. Uh, I'll ask again. Is Charger in it? Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm there. Is he? Yes. I'm there. Shit, he is, huh? Shut yeah, is. up. No, I just I haven't watched it like what a do, year. What do you mean, shit? He is. Uh, no, <laughs> what the I, fuck I, is your I, problem? I watched it like a year. I don't remember. Okay. Uh, every, everybody's in the fuck. They bring back everybody. Okay? Dude, it yeah. is. It is awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. And it is literally the best Star Wars thing to happen. And Bill Burr, Bill Burr's in it. it. That's the worst thing about it is just, I do not like Bill Burr. Although, by the time he was done appearing, I liked his character more. Do we need more Star Wars pinball? Yeah, because somebody needs to fucking do it right for once. I know, right? (laughs) Well, we just, you know, we had Star Wars, what, how many years ago? Not The the first one was in 70... No, 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 it was no, in, no, it was no, early Star, in the, the early Star Wars. The Carl Weathers may do the call-outs. You, Pinball Encyclopedia. Uh, when, did, years, right? when did Stern Star Wars come out? It wasn't even July that. 2017. It wasn't even that long. Yeah, so End of June, beginning of July. So it's three years, four years. But what about the and movie? we had the home version. And oh. we had the comic re-releases. And we have the home comic re-release. Like, 
do we need more Star Wars pinball? Like, if we need I more love the show, and I'm not really excited about the game. Hold on, Disney accountant checks his books. Yeah, we need more Star yeah, we need Wars. More Star Wars. Well, and I mean, Disney accountant is is irrelevant, right? Because it's it's Stern undoubtedly going to Disney and saying how much so, so we can make the Mandalorian. And Disney says yes. And Disney says, of course they do. And I that's said what six Disney... months ago on the show, make the fucking Mandalorian. That's what It'll Dis... sell like a motherfucker. That's what Disney does. I just boom. don't. I he wished upon a star, and it came true. Because yeah. it's the fucking money machine, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm more excited about the fact that it's Brian Eddy than the fact that it's the Mandalorian. So so for people that don't know, what other what other good games has Brian Eddy done? Medieval Madness, Attack, Attack of Mars, Mars Shadow, 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 which is what it's supposed to be layered like. And, I've heard too. And yeah. Stranger, it's things. supposed to be layered like Shadow. And so a lot of people, a lot of people, present company included, <laughs> just shit incessantly on Stranger Things, even though they've played it. I will once. drive to the pizza place, sit and done, and literally take a shit on that game. It's not there. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Are they open yet? Yeah, uh, they are, but the hey, pinballs are not there anymore. What was that? Vitos? Yeah, they're Vito's gone. For Vito's pizza. Who who ran that? Oh, sorry. I don't mean to derail it. No, 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 man. That's all we do on this show. Uh, the guys at Retro. There, there are there are no rails in this fucking show. Okay. okay, this show we have five Gomez Adams. We all got our own motherfucking train set. <laughs> you know, you guys Graveyard value is held. <laughs> so am I. So, so Alex, you were saying who's, who, who was running those games? Today? Uh, shout out to Chris and Alex. Okay. Over at the Retro. Um, so they were the ones doing Vitos. And then when COVID hit, uh, yeah, they pulled him out. Was that the same guy that was doing the, the pizza place over at West Sack that closed down? No, different guy. No, that, no, was, that was Jason Borrell. Yeah, that Wild West. Steve Burrell. Steve Burrell. Steve Burrell. Steve Burrell. Yeah. Yeah, that that was a great location, too. That I was. I miss it. It was great. It, it was, just didn't well, make – it just didn't. Well, it was, you know, it, it, it just didn't it was, make up. It was a big spot and an expensive shop. Yeah. 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 And, but parking was great because I'm like, oh, all, yeah, this, all the places downtown, you can. have some great games. Bless it, man. Yeah, you can't find yeah. parking anywhere downtown. No, I try to get into Fanny Amsley. I always I use the parking garage when I'm in downtown. You guys park. I never park out on the streets. <laughs> I never have any problems finding parking downtown. You guys don't know how to work it. I, okay. I, I rarely have problems finding parking downtown. So. Yeah. Some yeah, people oh, complain wait, about yeah, it, though. For free. Not yeah. paying. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind walking, so I don't really complain about parking. Bingo. Other people do. Yeah. But I just... To me, it's like, again, I'm not trying to shit on the theme. I apparently... I mean, the 750 games is no big fucking deal because it's just the speculators, right? right. Everybody's everybody's getting in because, you know, it's like get in or, or don't get your limited edition and have to pay more later and whatever. But even though they're going to do a premium, so everyone's going to get a game that wants it. But yeah. what I think it really comes down to is just like, you know, it's a can't miss theme, right? Yeah. You'd think so. Okay. Yeah. But Game of Thrones is a can't miss theme. And it didn't like the fire. It didn't like the world on fire. Stranger no. Things was a can't. Stranger miss Things is a can't miss thing. Right. And it didn't like the world on fire. Right. Uh, what was the other one that I had when we were talking about it earlier? Uh, but yeah, you know, Aerosmith. There's a, there's a well, no, because Aerosmith. Aerosmith is a legacy theme and a rock band thing. Ninja Ninja Turtles is a legacy theme. You know, it's it's playing for the forty year olds, right? Like yeah. we were just talking about. Yeah. It's trying to sell to to actually people probably. Somewhere between me and you, because they want the people who remember that cartoon, and they're like, "I'm going to spend, I'm going to spend the money," you know. It didn't make any money. Like, no. like your example, where you said, "I watched, I watched The Mandalorian with my kids. My kids love it. I love watching it with them." Yeah. 
Great. That's perfect. That's yeah. what Stern's counting on. Right. You love Star Wars. Okay. I watched six Star Wars movies the other day for May the 4th Be With You. Okay. Actually, I watched probably four and a half. So you watched three good ones and a bunch of others. I pretty much just I pretty much just let episode one and episode two play in the background. Uh, Checking my email. But yeah, you know, it was like I am a Star Wars mark. Like I'm the person who will buy Star Wars, and just like even I'm like, I like Mandalorian. I like the show. I'm waiting for more. I'm excited that they're doing a Boba Fett series. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. I'm just not that excited as a pinball fan about the Mandalorian pinball. Hopefully when I see it, the art will be great. The sound will be great. It'll capture my imagination. Um, but it all boils down to the same thing. Is it a good shooter or not? Yeah. I mean, that's exactly. really the main thing. Is it going to be fun? Yeah. And, and I'm hoping it is, because I remember like when Black Knight uh, Sword of Rage was coming out. Yeah. I mean, Dan and I were like two little schoolboys. We were on the phone gushing for an hour and a half. You know, and this was before the topper. Just like, fuck, this looks so awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to play it. I'm still thinking about buying one. Oh, it is awesome, and yeah. I want one. But I, I can only buy like you know because we'll get to the. I'm buying a couple of new box cancers. So you know, we'll get to that in a bit. The, sh- the shitty thing about Black Knight Sword of Rage was just like legitimately like they they mishandled the. I mean, and I will always believe they mishandled the pro. I know a lot of people are like the pro is better, but I just I think they mishandled the pro. You know, I just do, no, and there's I think two camps, and you're in the one camp, and there's the other camp where everybody's like fucking. Pro is great. The pro's yeah. fine. It's not like a ruined game, but like it's just not the whole game. Right, because you don't have the upper play. Because I oh, really like Game of Thrones. Because Game of Thrones, the same thing. Didn't have the upper play right. unless you and got the LE or whatever. Premium. You know, to this day, I have yeah. never played a premium or an LE. Me neither. I've only played a pro. I have only yep. played the pro. Yeah, so, I, have, I actually have the pro at my house right now. I'm borrowing it from Chris Bright. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's fine. You know, it, it's a good shooter, man. Yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a Steve Ritchie. It's yeah. got great rules. You know, it's it's got a lot you can do to make points. But it's just like, you know, and I loved Game of Thrones. And when Game of Thrones came out, it was the most popular show in the world. Yeah. But, you know, and it wasn't Star Wars, obviously. But like I said, I don't think... I don't think that, like, to the entire world, like, the Mandalorian thing is, is big. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think it's it's, well, it's going... It, it will, I don't think it's selling based on... The, I think it's selling based on the market. A, yes. I mean, if, if stuff continues to open up, because in a lot of other places in America, it's more open than here. But the Mandalorian will catch the imagination and the attention of a younger audience than, say, another Star Wars property. I totally more. agree with you. You know? Because it's current. Like, just yeah. like Stranger Things, you know, I brought Seth because Mickey likes Stranger Things. But Seth turned me on to the show because he turned mom on to it. And then we all started watching together. So I said, Seth, Seth, man, we've got a Stranger Things pinball. It's, it's brand new. You want to come and play? He goes, yeah, I do. He was all excited because it's like, it's Stranger Things and it's pinball. You know, so I think it might capture that, you know, like I said, man, with, you know, you got, you got the Mandalorian himself. You got Baby Yoda. I mean, that alone will get people's attention that maybe didn't follow Star Wars as closely. Yeah. Star Wars sells the dudes in their 40s. It does. Yeah. 40s to 60s. That's it. Like I it said, man, that's just all there is to it. Star Wars sells to dudes in their 40s and 50s and even older. But, you know, and while I know there is a younger generation who who likes Star Wars, like I said, I don't see Star Wars being, or I don't see Mandalorian being that big a deal to young people. I don't think that they found the young people license. And, you know, I don't think that, you know, I think that right now what we're seeing, again, we're seeing the usual pinball New title, pre-release. We don't know anything, so, so our yeah. imaginations are running wild. Well, I'm not even going to say FOMO yet. We, right. we don't know anything because our imaginations are running wild. 
as we've talked about uh, a little bit earlier, maybe we're going to talk about it again a little bit later. The speculation force is is strong. Yes. You know, right now the speculators are strong. Even the operators are, or even the distributors are, are starting to take advantage of that. So yeah, obviously, you know, you know, the people who are going to spend 10,000 bucks have lined up and have said, Hey, well, we, we want to spend our 10,000 bucks, but you know, when the pros are out there and the premiums are out there and it's readily available, will it be Ghostbusters where they're just going to sell, 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 or will right. it, will it be, you know, Stranger Things, or will it be Star Wars, right? Like Star Wars, even though everybody in pinball shits on it, uh, it I'm sure it's sold. You know, there's plenty of Star Wars out there's there. A lot of it's still selling. You know, still running them. so yeah. and, and you know, still I mean, I'm sure Stern, I'm sure for Stern, anything Star Wars is, is a safe life. Yeah, three years later, almost four years later, they're still running that fucking title. Right. Well, they're on like their what, fifth version of it now. Something like that, you so. know. But I hear, I hear you go. Just like you know, and and Star Wars is, is a cool game, you know. Uh, you know, I was talking to to Jeff Clayball. Shout out to Jeff. Yeah. And uh, you know, he was talking the other day, and he's just like, man, I just can't get over how much I like playing my Star Wars. Yeah. You know, and he has a premium. Oh, dude, Beavis and Butthead would be a fucking fantastic. I would love that. Beavis and Butthead would be a winner. But it, 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 this is going to be the biggest problem because most of the material from it is missing. Is they'd have to bring in those early shows before they edit the video before they edited all the and edited all the bullshit out because okay. those were those <laughs> were, were genius awesome. shows. Here's the thing with yeah. Here's the thing with Beavis and Butthead, right? And fire, and then they took that out. <laughs> Once again, that's a theme for dudes who are our age because <laughs> oh, Jesus. we popped that in the face, right? But I mean. I think Beavis and Butthead could very easily be like what they did with Stra- oh not Stranger Things with Rick and Morty. Uh, yeah, because I think that if they went to they Mike Judge, yeah. right? If they went to Mike Judge and said, "Dude, we want to make Beavis and Butthead," like it isn't even. I mean, or I guess, King of the Hill. I no, guess they'd have to go to Mike. No. I guess MTV yeah, would have to, MTV have to be involved. But I'm just yeah. saying, it's not like he wouldn't do voices, and it's not oh, yeah. like they wouldn't do new animation or Office Space. You know. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. I mean, and honestly, it probably shouldn't be the old shit from the '90s because, let's be honest, while it was fucked up and hilarious, it doesn't look that good. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to want to see that on an HD screen. But that's it. Harold and Kumar going to White Castle. You're, you go to White so Castle. So Tuesday, I know. this Tuesday, we should see and hear more about the Mandalorian, and then it's really going to take off. Yeah, it's a good game. I'm looking forward. To I'm looking that. forward just to reading all the crap. Because <laughs> no matter what, people are going to be pissed off. Yeah, it's Are, not going to matter. Yeah, people are going to be upset about it for one reason or another. It's always going to be something stupid. Are you reading? It, are you reading it now? No, I. Oh, dude, it's it's already so good. Just, so good. I just I'll hope. That, I just hope that people are going to give up some of their more premium games to get the Mandalorian, and hopefully, well, and, it's and, swoop in and get some. And they the will here. Here in like a week, it'll be a good time. Yeah. If you have like seven, eight thousand dollars set aside and you're ready to pick up a, a, a good game, yeah. it'll it'll be a great time because a lot of people will be dumping, you know, current stuff if you're looking for something. Probably be a really good time to buy a black knight, unfortunately. Unfortunately I got another game like Monsters I, you can find easy. I don't hate that game. Yeah. I don't either. I don't hate it, but it just it's it's one of those ones where I thought it would be better than it, it is. It shoots amazing. It shoots well. well. The rule set's well. just too shallow. Yeah. It's it's, it's fine. It's fun. Like, that's a fun but game. Who knows? I mean, it, it, if you go Probably by... a great league night game. True. 
Did you play? Did you play it at gyms? No, I, I've, I've only played it at. Um, Coin out. Every game does not have, have to be place. the world's most difficult. Oh, so oh, you, no, it doesn't. G, G, so did Vitos? Did you play? Was it a pro? I think it was a pro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you know, here's the thing: the pro is neat. Uh, the the premium slash limited edition is is better. The lower playfield is actually really fucking. I like cool. I like the under playfield. That yeah. was actually pretty cool. Like I think that that game is heavy duty, and I know that again, everybody in the pinball hobby is like, oh, the rules aren't deep enough. But man, every you know, I I have not come close to seeing the end of Pirates of the Caribbean. I can't even get to Cyborg on my freaking Iron Maiden, and I keep coming so close. Like, Cyborg's you know, easy. I know for you, <laughs> for Atticus. Atticus no, no, hasn't got a cyborg. Atticus just he gets does, soul shards. He does get soul shards, though. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. I don't mind a game with a shallow rule set that I can run it around a few times. Like I can get to Monsters of Rock, and I and I don't hate uh, I don't hate uh, Monster Bash. So right. yeah, you know, the only thing that I think you know sucks about Monsters is again that people are unhappy with it because they had an expectation. And I just think that expectations are running are running wild. I've already heard people bitching about Mandalorian because of of Lonnie being on the code, and it's just like you the game's not even do. out, man. <laughs> it's I mean, like right, it might be amazing. Like, give them a chance. Hey, put you your know, money not, down on deep root. Not every fucking game yeah. can be coded by Lyman Sheets. Right. I don't think yeah. Lyman's coding anymore. He's just working on new programming. No, he's he's working on he's working on Elvira, and then oh, apparently the rumor is that he's going to be working on the next rock theme. Which the rumor is that it's Rush. Ooh. Yeah. Get a bonus for that. That could hey, be good. Uh, are, 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 are we still talking about Mandalore? Are we going to move on to the next topic? Let's move on. You're Let's the fucking on. host, man. I don't know. Well, I didn't know if anybody else had anything good to say. I think y'all covered it pretty good. But I'm excited for it, and I think we all are. So, I finally got to play Hot Wheels. I swung up a week ago uh, up to Out of Order Arcade and uh Oh, yeah. We got to talk about that. And uh, they've got a Hot Wheels on location. I played a few. Go games. support Out of Order Arcade in Auburn. Yes, yeah, please do. They've got a good lineup now. What pins do they have now, Alex? Yes. Uh, they've got a Hot Wheels, a Turtles Pro, a Iron Maiden Pro, a Jurassic Pro, wow. a Deadpool Pro, and a Theater of Magic. That is for sale. Pro. I. Yeah, pro. it's a pro. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's an LE. But is it's it a real is it original or a remake? No, it's our original theater. They didn't do it. Yeah. Not yet. They talked. They talked yeah. about it. So um, sixty-five hundred. They probably that game's us. amazing, and I'm considering buying one. Yeah, I'm seriously considering it. I wonder if he sold it already. I'm not sure. Hot Wheels. There was a guy. Oh, Hot Wheels, Hot not theater. Okay. Yeah. No, fuck theater. Okay, <laughs> dude. Hot Wheels, brand new six K man. That's <laughs> a great deal. No, but because we're talking about Hot Wheels. No, no, no. That game is fast. It shoots fun. A couple of shots are pretty tight. But it's fun to shoot. But watch it. They're not as tight as Houdini. It took me a few minutes to kind of get them dialed in. Then when I started, got them dialed in. I can hit the shots with some regularity. Um, so I've always said in the pictures, it reminds me of Getaway. Does it shoot like the Getaway? Uh, think yes, it does. <laughs> think Getaway with Iron Man and a yes. little bit of uh, yes, cross between Getaway and Iron Man. Yes. And, and uh, red, their Red Line Mania is a multi-ball, and the light show on that is I, – I hit it, and I, you know, I come my second game, I'm like, oh, what am I doing? What's this? First, I thought I tilted, okay, because all the lights went out. No. And I know, right? But then yeah, all of a sudden the that. screen starts going crazy. I'm like, oh, shit, I broke the game. And 
because I didn't even nudge it. You know, I was like, oh, what'd I do? So wait a minute, you already got to the final mode? No, that's I. I don't need. I got like three or four multi balls on oh, that. So thing. the red line mania is not the final mode. No, 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 oh, okay. no, no, no. But it's cool. So then there's the Hot Wheels logo with the flame that we all know. All the lights go out, and then the whole game pulses red, except for the Hot Wheels logo, which pulses in like yellow orange with the flame. And Pretty then bad red line mania, and you get a six ball multi ball. It's just going great. And it's a 60-second, 30-second timer. Yeah, yeah. Just shooting the six jackpot shots. Right. You're just shooting the lit jackpot shots. The last one is the super. Yeah. And then, and, yeah. And, and then I mean, you do it again. Then you do it again, if you can. It's a, it, Overall, it's a really fun game. It's got great shots. Some some real easy. Some require a little more skill. It's well-balanced. The theme everybody knows. The display is good. The light show is good. The call-outs are good. The sound and music are good. Overall, man, I'd give this thing like an 8 out of a 10. i got to play it more. But I mean, really, really like it. Now I was just there earlier today playing and, it. And you're gonna they're gonna get one in another location in Sacramento. So yes. If you haven't had a chance to play Hot Wheels from American Pinball, check it out because it's really a lot of fun and it's real family friendly. It which is. is. Which we're kind of short on good family friendly themes these days, and we could use a few more. This is the kind of game you can put in a pizza place, you can put in a burger shop, you can put in the bowling alley because. Dad's going to know it because, oh, he had Hot Wheels when he was a kid, most likely. Um, I did, and I'm the old guy here. Um, when they still came with little badges with mm-hmm. the car, remember those? Mm-hmm. A little metal badge. Yeah, you, don't yeah, you take them to the end of the track, and you could hit someone with them, and it really left a good mark. That's right. Yes. Not yes. that anybody knows about using the track as weapons here. Uh, I got beat with the Hot Wheels track as yeah, a kid. Those hurt. Those hurt bad. You got it right. It would cut I got a whip on oh, yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh, that fucking sucks. The edges are pretty sharp. So, but anyway, uh, Hot Wheels is a fun game. It, it's, it's not sharp. It's not sharp. They did a really, really nice job. If you get a chance to play it, definitely put some money into it. So we'll just move through Hot Wheels quick because... Alex has a trip report. Actually, a new location opening in Sacramento. There is. Um, I think it's called Henry's. Um, not Henry's Lounge off, off of K Street, obviously. But uh, it's supposed to be called, like, Henry's Tavern or something. Where's that? Um, it's off of 21st and O. That's all I know of. It's way down there. Yeah, um, yeah it's a little ways from here. Uh, but, yeah, it's supposed to have six or eight pinball machines. Um, right. And they're getting a Hot Wheels and a Led Zeppelin. Hot Wheels and a Led Zeppelin, yep. Um, they're supposed to have a Jurassic Park, a Beatles. Uh, that's as far as I know. And hopefully a, a, a teed off. That'd be sweet. Yeah, I love that game. A teed off. Really game. <laughs> a teed yeah. off. So. Yes, I love that game. So up next. And an Elvis. And an Elvis. So yeah. up next, no end in sight for pinball pricing. Um, yeah. I'll start off this one. So a uh, friend of the show and, a, and who is a, a guest. At one time, I gotta have him back on again. Uh, Fat Train, Justin Kelly, put his uh, Tron LE that he bought brand new in the box when it first came out, uh, put it up on eBay and uh, for the grand price of $25,000 and sold it for asking. Woohoo! Uh, Bill Brandis, uh, who uh, comes to Golden State Football Festival, he's uh, uh, one of our Canadian you know, neighbors to the north, and uh, he, uh, from what I heard, uh, sold. His Tron LE and a Rick and Morty in a package deal for $33,000. There was a, a new in-box uh, Pirates of the Caribbean collector's edition that went for $36,000. Yep. So, <laughs> I'll take that 68 GTO that I saw at a dealership instead of those games any day of the week. <laughs> I can't argue that. That's, yeah. that's, 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 
That's insane speculative pricing. That's crazy. Well, right. yeah. So and, and usually and then, when yeah. prices start hitting this, you're it's investors. It's investors, and that's usually a signal of a price drop coming. That's happened yeah. in a lot of different hobbies. Yeah. Not dropping down to crazy two thousand levels, but a leveling off. Yeah. Every yeah. hobby has had a precursor like that. We so take your twilight zone. Never know. Fifteen hundred bucks. What year? 2001. Yeah. yeah. But there, you, you, uh, look, if you look at all the listings, they're around 9K now. Yeah. You know, they've really, uh, the games everywhere have just, uh, I, I mean, I've been looking for an attack from Mars and I remake. Uh, well, I like an original if I can find a good one. Right. I wanted to pay more money for a good one. I've seen a couple of eight grand and they're blown out. It's like, fuck you, you know. So the only one I could find is a standard edition or a classic and they want 8500 for it, new in box. When those were retail at 65, again, fuck you all away. Okay, so here's the difference, right? If you own anything long enough, it will basically increase in value, right? Right. Like, that's the theory. Now, not everything does, yeah. but like anything desirable. So Twilight Zone, you know, getting into your Twilight Zone 15, 20 years ago yeah, for right. 1500 bucks, or like mine, I'm in for a couple thousand. Like, you know, okay. I see why you'd 2000 make money. 2000 for twice. What are you saying? I know, right? <laughs> that was 2200 bucks. It was the most I was ever going to spend on a game. And everybody said, what are you insane? Yeah. No, I, that no, was, no, that was a smoking that, deal. That was, was that was after everybody told me I was insane. Oh, okay. Everyone told me I was insane when I bought Judge Dredd. But, uh, <laughs> for 900. So, so yeah. and this is kind of what we were talking about earlier, right? Like you've yeah. got a, a speculator community now, right? right. Like, and that's part of any hobby, like Brian right. was saying, like, Pinball is multifaceted. You've got players. Right. You've got collectors. You've got restorers. And you have speculators. And, yeah. and they can they can intermingle. Like, you can be a little of both. Yeah. Right now, the speculator part of the hobby, because of, of you know, I think a lot of Pinside, uh, very specific podcast, you know, those guys are kind of running wild. I mean, it's happening really, really heavy on in classic video games. Yes. Like, you know, Nintendo games, you know, are selling for ridiculous 1500, 2000, 3000, 10000, 100000 dollars and that's not even an exaggeration. Like, you know, no, mint, no. mint sealed examples of Super Mario Brothers, the most common game ever made, 100k. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. It's just that right now there is a subset of of the population of of the society of of the of the hobby that has, you know, that has more money and 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 their idea of a good time in the hobby is like buy buy now sell later that's how i have fun yeah right so you know i don't i don't think like you know it's like oh my god it's the precursor of a fall but i mean you know brian's not wrong like comics you know when the speculator when the speculator attitude got when the speculators overtook all the other aspects when the speculators overtook the readers Comics crashed. Same with sports cards. Comic you books. Know. Sports cards. Sports cards, boxes, you know. Lionel trains. Yes. So Muscle cars. Yeah. They haven't gotten in. You can attest to this. They haven't got back, gotten back down to those weird prices, but they're nowhere. They're they nowhere they crashed in the right. 90s. Yeah, right. Well, muscle cars well, got big because of the advent of, of, uh, but of the nationwide marketplace. Yeah. You know, there didn't used to be, you know, it used to be a very local marketplace. Yeah. And pinball's kind of the same thing, right? Like people, you know, you know, he didn't sell that that Tron to somebody local for twenty five thousand, right? Right, like that machine's being shipped away, right? So, you know, if you put something on the internet, you'll probably find someone who wants to buy it. Sure. Right? 
but you know, I'm not worried about the value of, of games, but I'm also not someone who gets into games because of the value I get into games because I want the game. Yeah, we're we're um, all players. Well, yeah, I mean, we have collections. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would say, yeah, by, by and by large, you know, that's kind of our subset. But it doesn't mean that, again, the speculator side of it's wrong. You know, I don't consider what Justin did speculation. No. Because Justin bought I'm that game, for played it for 10 years. Right, right. And and then made made a killing on it. I'm happy. No, the speculators are the guys who are going to get their Mandalorian LE, and the second right. they get it, they're going to flip it for fifteen or six. Right, and that's what right. they're doing right. right now. You know, people are like, "Hey, it's it's a safe buy. I can spend nine thousand bucks on this. I can maybe make a couple thousand immediately, or worst case scenario, I can open it." Yeah, you right. know. So you know, as long as that doesn't ruin the market for the people who are going to buy pros and are going to buy premiums. Fine, fucking let them. You know, if they want to trade games at high prices among themselves, as long as the games are out there when we're ready to buy them, that's fine. You know, I don't care if somebody wants to spend big money on a new inbox game. I just want there to be enough of them out there so that when it's time to buy one, you know, I'm not like, oh my god, you know, I can't find it. I'm it's not gonna, gone. I'm not gonna mortgage my house to buy a well, pinball machine. Right. I'll yeah, sell. I'll sell pin. I'll sell two or three pinball machines sure. to buy a pinball machine sure. if it's an expensive one that I want bad enough. But yeah, I'm not going to you know sacrifice my well being. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that you'll ever get to a point in our hobby where a lot of people will do that. Yeah. I'm sure there's people doing that right now. I have no doubt. With the interest rates on housing being so cheap, true. Yeah, there's, there's people doing that. There's, there's people doing that right now. Just like in 2008, where people went in and took out money against their house and bought Humvees or motorboats or whatever, people yeah. are doing it for pinball machines right now. So right, but I mean, I mean for, for sale soon. I mean for the express purpose of reselling. Right. Never know if they can make money at it. They'll Never know. They're doing it. Yep. Well, like I said, there, there's that. There's that speculator mindset, right? But I mean, I don't think again that nobody's betting the farm. I mean, people are betting the farm on crypto, but I don't think anyone's betting the farm on pinball. I would yeah. People bet the farm on hoverboards a couple of years ago and lost their asses for that hot Christmas thing. So why wouldn't they do it for oh, pinball? That, that was not. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. The same that is thing. not even close to the sure same it is. Thing. It's a it's a luxury item that was a hobby and was supposed to be the hot toy. This is <laughs> pinball's a luxury item. It's right. exactly the same. Thing. That's why I invest my money in narco subs. That's a good market. Now, that, now that's a market right there, baby. Nice. That's great. So that's you know quote of the week. Invest yeah, your money in Marcos, Narcos. That's a that's a good that, that anything illegal like that. You know, it might not even be illegal. I invest in the black baby in the uh, black market for for babies. Yeah, I don't even think that's illegal. I'm taking kids that somebody doesn't want. Give me somebody else. Yeah. The, the Chinese organ market. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm big into kidneys. There you go, man. Uh, Give mine a workout with one of these. Precious metals, boys and girls. Precious metals. Yeah. So, because, oh, I quit smoking for four months and change ago. Congratulations. Thank you. Right. Right. And, I, and I've been spending all my cigarette money on silver. Yeah. It's just best in silver. Anyway, um, yeah, I think I think we're all kind of in the same boat. Well, you know, beyond the newer games and stuff, because this kind of ties in with uh, Fathom, is those older games, all the Old Valley games. Uh, you know, the 90s games, the 80s games, the late 70s, early 80s Sterns. Have you seen some of the prices? So, and not even like the oh, really, yeah. really. You know, just yeah. like, you know, $8,000. Like, not restored. Like, uh, With very few exceptions, everything's yeah, gone up. Yeah, yeah. Quicksilver. Just crazy prices. With the roasted play field. Well, there is the, what, the $6,000 yeah. funhouse that was 
in slightly better shape than mine in the Bay Area. The guy was like, 6,000 firm, I know what I have. Yeah, yeah. It's like you got to roast it out rather It wasn't yeah, roasted. Like I said, it was in better shape than I mine. Think mine's fine. But... Mine's rough, and that's being very nice about it. Yeah, yeah. but it's. But it's you got a brand new play filled waiting to go in. Yeah, it's been waiting for. It is it is cured. Yeah, <laughs> no, Adam and I, shout out to Adam, Adam Pressler. We were talking about that with his uh, Godly Spirit. Yeah. He's got it back home with the new uh, reproduction play field. But he set that play field, he opened the box, yeah. and then set it on a game and let it cure in his house for over a year before he even took it to Cheddar. Shout out to Cheddar for uh, – for installation. I was gonna say, speaking of cheddar, I think that's what he's doing with my uh, with with my creature. He's 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 trying to tell me that he's letting it cure, but he's really just putting it off because he's buying truckloads of crappy you games. Did you see him, you see him and uh, and Jennifer out, and they're like out in some field hauling games across an open field. It was. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what are you guys on the Oregon Trail buying pinballs? Yeah, no shit. They have a bar find or something. He's had a Dude, few. he has had like, yeah, he's like, like he's, he's had like this he's is got a third up right one now. in like yeah. a month. You know, and where he, where every time he's pulling four or five old EMs, you know, like like good old EMs. And, EM. and the, cool. the occasional solid state. The occasional yeah. solid state, yeah. But I think that, you know, the specul... I, I don't think that the speculator market at this point is bad for pinball. I don't think so. Again, I agree. It's, 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 it's bad for us that want to buy it or cheap fuckers it's, like it's, me. It's funding the companies. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm talking about with the new games. Yeah. It's it's funding the companies. Yeah. It's it's putting games in the marketplace. And again, if they're selling all the limited editions to speculators, but there's still pros and premiums out there. It's not hurting anybody. You know, again, yeah. that's it. Because we're all players. Right. So it's a market. It's a market. It's a market satiating a market. So speaking of the selling to speculators and all that stuff, the big thing now is there's been a bunch of distributors who are saying, what, what's your offer for my LE or going over MSRP? Yeah, and everyone's losing their goddamn minds over it. Yeah. And I think it's funny because all they're doing is getting it on the speculation market. Yes. That's okay. But if you're a distributor well, doing it, here's not a good thing. Actually, but, but hold on. Yeah. It's something that's happened to stuff forever. Yeah, right. Limited, limited, quote unquote, limited edition cars have been doing, been that, doing forever. that forever. And it's not; it's just something you have to Nobody do. Nobody pays MSRP on a fucking special car. Well, market. unless you get very lucky, there are dealers right. who will do it. Yeah. Just like there's distributors that'll do it. But for me, I don't see it. it's like it's MSRP. It's not. It's not a. It's not a hard set price like it is with Apple with their phones or anything like that. Manufacturers suggested retail price, and, and that's exactly what I was saying. Yeah. Right, so. The the so the the hot story is that a distributor is asking around saying, "Hey, fun! If you want a limited, is it fun? Of course, Fun's doing of it. course it's fun. If if you want a limited, you know you're paying sure, overpriced, right? Yeah. And it's basically just the distributor, you know, getting into the speculator market, right? Like he's going to beat the speculators at their own game. He's going to make some extra money because here's the thing with these games." Margins are, are are not huge. Razor thin. Right. Like they are not making a lot of money per game. I mean, it is a it is a lot of money if, if you look at it from the standpoint that it's like, oh, it's a thousand bucks or whatever. But when you're talking about the fact of how much the games cost and how much they have to buy, yeah, it's not a lot of money. And if the game doesn't sell and it sits on their hands, yeah. you know. So I think, you know, and again, I'm not trying to be an asshole here, but again, I don't see that as a bad thing. Does it bother me? You know, and it's again, it's it's a reason that you know, hey, if if you know, and Stern started this, 
mm-hmm. with uh, with Beatles, yeah. where they said, "Look, if you buy ten Beatles, you know, you're going to get seven golds, two platinums, and one diamond. Right. And you have to sell the golds for this much, but you can sell the platinums and the diamonds for whatever you can get. Right. <laughs> Go make your money." Right? And the whole hobby goes, oh, it's the end of the world. Was it the end of the world? No. You know, did hopefully some distributors manage to make some money? Hey, maybe. And maybe it let them give deals on other games. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know it's frustrating to want to buy a game and not being able to find it for the rock bottom price. But, you know, you want to you want to play. Yeah, to me, to me, without these speculators, some of these games, I don't think they would have been made. Right. Well, if they didn't, if there wasn't at least some chunk of the speculator market that's willing to just throw money at right. an idea, I mean, you know, it can go really bad, like the Dutch Brothers stuff, and it can go really bad, like Dutch that. Pinball. Predator. Sorry, whatever. Dutch, I think Dutch Brothers is probably like the best <laughs> fucking Dutch Brothers Pinball. You yes, can make. Oh my Pred- god, Predator. Oh yeah, man, that's a real well. Dutch Brothers stuff, Pinball. Man. I love that. Next thing, you know, if they if they know. We're going to have 500 people that walk up and just plunk down 10 grand on Mandalorian right off the bat right. without seeing anything. Right. That happens with almost every single release. Yeah. Um, without fail. And then yeah. without fail, people bitch about it. Yeah. What are they doing? And like, like patients with Alzheimer's, those same guys will come back. Work <laughs> will come back. Oh, that's right. right. Here's my money. Yeah. You know, that's just, it's how it is. And then it just recycles ad nauseum. Yeah. <laughs> But I yeah. mean, you know, I think that there's probably some games out there that wouldn't have been made without the without the people willing to throw that money down. Right. You know. Well, no. that's sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say that's why I think it's it's not bad. Like I said, I know it's frustrating. I know I get it. Yeah. But like I said, the people at the top have to make some money. Yeah. You know, and, and the distributors. The the How frustrating would it be, like with your black mat topper? Is these guys are selling them for five hundred. I don't know what the market is. I don't know what their cut of the pie is. But then you know, a month later, people are reselling them for twenty five hundred. Well, How frustrated would you be as a distributor? I'd be frustrated. Distributors are, distributors are asking way more than if they have them than they asking than the original price now. But way more. The the danger is if you don't like with the topper. That's that's a great example. Excuse the me. danger is this, right? The reason that this works is because you have the limited edition, which is where the speculation is happening, yep. but you have the premium and you have the pro, which are mass market available. So the players, the casuals, the operators can still get their piece. Yeah. Gotcha. The, the problem will come when the speculation torpedoes the market, right? right? And that's what happened with comic books was comic books turned into a, like the manufacturers were catering to the speculator, not to the not to the readers. not to the readers. Like, and like when me. the speculators overtook the readers, comics collapsed. Right, the readers and were they no longer really willing never to come back. Were, oh yeah, they're not even close to what they were in the nineties. No. Right, uh, the, and the readers are are were not willing to put up with with what happened in the comic book stores. Right, what happened with the markets? You know, they weren't taking care of the core market. No, no I, and I'm one of those people. Whether it was intentional or whether it was accidental, right? Like Rick and Morty is is a prime example, right? There's only Rick and Morty out there for collectors. There's only Rick and Morty out there for people who are trading it at a high level, right? right. There was no mass market option for Rick and Morty, right? Right. If Rick and Morty was all there was in pinball, we would be screwed. But what would happen was pinball would go like, well, pinball fans would be like, fine, fuck it, we're done. We're not going to buy the next game. And Spooky would bring out the next game. They'd sell like 10 of them because 
the casuals left, the speculators were left sitting on their stock and they couldn't resell it. And that's where pinball would collapse. I think like, like Eric was saying, people buying the crap out of, out of LEs basically makes the companies go, Hey, look, we are making our money on these LEs. We're going to make slightly less money on the premiums. We're going to make slightly less money on the pros, but it's going to fund further development. It's going to fund expansion, right. you know, for a boutique company like Spooky, what they did with Rick and Morty makes perfect sense, right? They were never going to make 10,000 Rick and Mortys. No. You know, it just was never going to happen. So, it, you know, if I really wanted Rick and Morty, I'd be upset. And that's what drives the, the FOMO mentality, right? Oh, I got to get in on this limited edition because I don't want to miss it. The next Spooky will sell out in 30 seconds. Oh, you know it will. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, we already sold out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The yeah. next Spooky will sell out in 30 seconds because everybody will just be like, it's going to be the next Rick and Morty. Right. You know, this hobby is always looking for the next Big Bang Bar. This hobby is always looking for the next, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean. This pirate, this hobby is always looking for the next Rick and Morty. Right. You know yep. why? Because there's enough people in the hobby who are in it for the money who speculate. Right. But for the players, you know, if I miss out, if, if I love Rick and Morty and I miss out on Rick and Morty, that sucks. Right. You know, I have to, you know, basically own the fact that if I want it, it's going to cost me a lot of money. But. Luckily, there's what five other games out there I can buy right now. Yeah, you know, and I can at buy least. for I can buy for six thousand bucks at least, I mean, and I yeah. can and I can have today because they're going to make them as long as people will keep buying them. Yeah, it's it's it would be the similar thing with like Lebowski, right? You know. Yeah, they've been making well, Lebowski was a slightly worse yeah. story because yeah. Lebowski yeah. wasn't limited, right? They were going to make all the Lebowskis they could ever make. And yeah, you know, bad shit happened, whether it was mismanagement, which it was definitely mismanagement, whether it was bad contracts, whatever it was. And, you know, to Dutch Pinball's credit, right, they're making good on them very slowly, right. but they're making good on them. You got to you gotta appreciate the fact that, you know, they came out of the gate with a lot of, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, bravado, bragging it up, you know, talking about the other companies sucked and all that. And then they took a lot of hits because they figured out, oh, pinball's hard. And uh, but you know what? Like a little engine that could, they they through all the bullshit, they managed to to continue to manufacture and deliver games. Well, it's not even they, right? It's only one of the three they, guys. Well, only left. one of the three guys. Is <laughs> but, but you have to. He's, you have to he said, start. "I'm going to do it," he's and he's do it. doing he's it. He's doing it. You got to admire tenacity after what seven, eight years, but. He's fulfilling the orders a little at a time, and you know what? Good for good for him. You know, but uh, that's that's because they did make a hell of a great game, and that's obviously Big Lebowski is fun. Yeah, you know, that's obviously what uh, Spooky's always very mindful to avoid. Right? They're just right. like, look, we're going to make this many. We know we can make this many in this much time, and it's going to cost us this much. And knock on wood, nothing's going to go wrong, and they're going to get made. And we're going to satisfy people just in time for them to be excited about the next title. Which, shout out to Spooky. Uh, they are now the number two employer in their little town of Benton, Wisconsin. They're enlarging again and adding yet another addition onto the factory. Okay, who's the number one employer in Benton, Wisconsin? Uh, the bank, actually. Oh, uh-huh, I believe. of course. The bank, yeah. The money. The money, baby. <laughs> I would have money guessed, gets the money. I would have guessed, guessed the school. It's either the bank or the school. Maybe the school. Maybe the school or the bank, but they're number two now. It's, That's pretty impressive. It's, so it's that, right. pizza, it's that pizza place where they put all their games. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Lawrence, Lawrence's eatery. So shout out to uh, Spooky and the wonderful folks in Beth, Wisconsin. So I think that, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see prices going up and staying high. And I know that, again, it's, it, it's, it's scary 
and everybody always, oh, there's going to be the last doom and gloom. But I mean, you know, if you know, when you look at how expensive new games are getting, it makes sense that used games are expensive. Like, you know, what was what was the equation we were saying? It was like it was like fifty percent is like opening level price, right? So if you pay six thousand dollars for a brand new game, you know, roughly uh, a, a used game in in playable condition should probably start around $3,000. And we're talking like an entry-level game, like a Hurricane or a Judge Dredd or something. Which is right where, so, where, which is right where they're at, right? Yeah. So it makes sense that like you're seeing more used games, especially desirable titles, that are selling for big money. And then you have the limited shit. Yeah. Your, uh, your Tron Legacy LE. Yeah. Now, I think the $25,000 price is an aberration I think oh, yeah. I think Justin walks under a lucky fucking star. I don't think every Tron LE is worth, you know, and hey, good on you, Justin. You're the man. Uh, I don't think every Tron LE is worth 25K now, but, you know, it's obviously a game that's been desirable for 10 years, and there's many, many more people out there who want it than have it. Or and played it even. Yeah, and they're willing and they're willing to pay to get it. Yeah. I played Tron the other night. It's a cool game, you know. Is it worth $25,000? No, but no pinball machines worth $25,000. Pirates of the Caribbean is not worth $25,000. Medieval Madness is not worth $25,000. Big Bang Bar is not worth $25,000. Rick and Morty is not worth $25,000. Maybe a combination of them is. But, you know, it's still a cool game. And I can see why if, if, you, got the, if you got the money and you really want it and you're willing to do what must be done, it can happen. There you go. And that's money in the hobby. That's which, what matters. Which, Justin, which, Justin will go out and buy two or three more games with that $25,000. Right, which leads me to our next topic. Uh, Jersey Jack pinballs, uh, Guns N' Roses, which you're getting ready to purchase. There's an LE, latest story. Spoiler. Spoiler. Uh, there's an LE, which they raised the price on now 10 and change. So well, that was a while ago. Yeah, but so with a really, really, really bad playful issue. What? Yeah. You mean pinballs are having problems with their play fields? Wow. Wait, Hold on. Like clear coat problems? Yeah. And like Wait a minute. Hold on. What kind of cutting edge news is this? I know, right? It's still happening. And you'd think they'd have that shit fixed. In fact, it is going it is going to happen. Charlie was just on another podcast like a month ago, two weeks ago. Forget which one. And they were talking about it. He said they're getting they're getting better. Their quality control is fucking damn good. Yeah. Because with uh, Alice Cooper, he said they had one playful they had to replace. That was apparently insanely bad. Yeah. And uh, they said, give it to us. Yeah, give it to us and we'll take care and of it. And we're going to figure out what went wrong and we're going to fix it, right? And that's, of course, the, the of course that's the advantage of making 500 oh, games. Yeah, that's right. A, that's what you're <laughs> a boutique right. company you they have to do that. So far, they've had no Rick and Morty playful <laughs> issues so far. And they're almost done with the run. So, back to Guns N' Roses. Brian's pulling up the picture. It's really bad. And their fix? Not replace the play field. Oh, we'll send you some washers. If I spend ten five on it, okay, I have oh. Jack. I have Jack's number. I, 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 Jack is a righteous dude. He's a good dude. And I know he doesn't really run the company anymore. I mean, there's other people. So I'd be calling up people. If I pay ten five for a game, going, no, wrong answer. You're sending me a new fucking play field. Yeah, that's not washers. So, what kind of washers are they? Are they nice and chrome? Are they like LE washers? Are they powder coated? Are they polished? Polished titanium? No, they're sending out like an LG, like a washing machine. Yeah, this is is not a little bubble. I mean, where you can put a washer over and make it go away. This is like 
Fish big. eyes or something? The big was also oh, I don't want to buy a new big chunk machine. of the paint just ripped off. Huh. I mean, this yeah. is bad. It puddled and probably didn't cure. There was a reaction or something like that. Yeah, or so, or some, you know, maybe somebody was accidentally spraying. And I know with the again with the FOMO, you got to get the games the out. Game, Everybody right. wants their game. They won it yesterday, and you know, it's like, dude, these people wait. Dude, people waited for Hobbit and for how long? People waited for Wizard of Oz for what four or five years, whatever it took. Five years. <laughs> I don't think a long time to get. But now their playfield's damaged. It's well, like so, so here here's what's going down, right? You know, so games are shipping as fast as they can make them. Stern, right. Jersey Jacks, especially because sure. they're. The bigger manufacturers, right? And and <coughs> it's pretty it's pretty apparent. Like there is there's been a change in the process. Digital printing. Thank that, you. Because I was gonna that's that giving up. them a lot of problems with with adhesion. Right. There will always be a bad playfield. Right. Like yeah. that Guns and Roses. That is especially bad. Yeah. I'm sure Jersey Jack is going to take care of it. Right. But the problem is, is what you're running into is you're running into the pooling and you're running into the chipping at the post, right? Which, hey, yeah, you know, I, I own a Jersey Jack. Is the play field perfect? No, you know, but I knew it going in. Uh, I'm buying another one used. Is the play field perfect? As far as I know, yes. But, I mean, I haven't gone through and, like, rubbed it down. Um, you know, is it scary? Sure. Is it taking a chance? Sure. Is it... Is it rewarding Jersey Jack by continuously buying these games when they don't have their quality? Maybe. I mean, but here's here's what you got to look at, man. Playfields are consumable, right? They shouldn't fail in three months. That's right. all there is to it. Right, yeah. But, and, and with the damage that we're looking at in these big high-resolution pictures and whatnot, like, yeah, man, it looks really, really bad. But we look for it. You know, we're yeah, enthusiasts. Pinside looks for it. Pinside is full of enthusiasts and anal retentive motherfuckers. Anal retentive motherfuckers right. have spent 10 There are a lot of people who are, yeah. right, but I'm saying there are a lot of people, you know, who are not on pin, Pinside who are buying these games. Don't give a shit. Prob well, yeah. and I'm not going to say they don't give a shit. They probably play them rarely. They're probably not as observant. And, and you know, pooling isn't a thing to them. They don't know the term. You know, cracking is obviously a thing. Um, you know, but like, you know, when I was talking to someone, like, how can Jersey Jack keep doing this? And I'm like, does it ever occur that, like, there's probably just a lot of people who just don't even notice? Yeah. And I'm not trying to say that we're wrong. We're right. Like, we're right. This is bad. But at the same time, you have to just kind of own the fact that, again, you know, it won't be perfect forever if you use it. It right. won't be perfect forever if you don't. Yes, it's frustrating. Yes, it sucks. Maybe we should speak with our wallets and not buy but is that better than, you know, not having the game at all? Sure. And, That's a good point. You know, even the guy who started one of the posts, and I don't remember his name, you know, but I, you know, I, I feel his pain. You know, he's got a fucking Guns N' Roses on order. He's not canceling his order. Right. He's still getting the game. Well, yeah. You know, and I know another guy that's getting one, too. And it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, we're, we're taking, we're, we're rolling the dice. And we're hoping that, that the companies will take care of us, right? So so let me ask you a dumb question. So you let's say you bought a, a brand new game, right. right? And had a bad play field. And you bitched and bitched and bitched until they sent you a play field. What good does that do you? 
Yeah, because I still got to put the fucking thing in. Are you going to install it? No, fuck no. Probably I'm play it not. as is and hang it on the wall. It's just going to be right. Something that's going to sit, yeah, get hung on the wall, sit in the closet. I'll probably sell it. Okay. I mean, if they were smart, literally, they'd, 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 they'd give you a thousand bucks. They'd say, here's a thousand dollars. Sorry about your trouble. Yeah. You know, um, but you know, the problem is, is like, then everybody would be bitching because they'd all want their money, right? right. Yeah. So Jersey Jack has said, look, here's what's happening. We're going to give you the shit to fix the problem. If you don't like that solution, don't buy our games. And that's, you know, and, I mean. And that's a rough ass thing to well, say, right? Well, I just right? talked about in the last segment. I mean, the, 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 the markup is, or the actual profit margin. Yeah on pinball is extremely low yeah. and we should be grateful to the games. And you brought up a great point about, um, they uh, still have people waiting well, in line for well, six right, months. The, yeah. The digital printing. Waiting okay, to buy. We all want it right now. You know, the instant gratification of the modern world and the yeah. internet world. Yeah. We, live in. we all want it right now. And we're really sad because silk screen takes for fucking ever to do. It's right, a but, very long but, involved process. But here's the thing. Digital printing is cheap. And digital printing is cheaper. But, Games aren't right. So here's the thing: we've yeah, already proven we've already proven that we'll wait. Right. Yeah, neither is wood. We've already proven that we that we'll wait. We've already proven that we'll pay ten thousand fucking dollars. So you know what? Silk screen the fucking playfields, guys. Just do it. Do it the way it's been done for well, you know, I, I think somebody should for a hundred years and it's worked. I think somebody should put Mirko's feet to the fire. And go, well, you and know. sure, man. You know, but Mirko is Mirko isn't doing anything wrong. Mirko right. is doing what they're being asked to do. They're cranking out play fields. And isn't CPR moved it, or whoever it is moved it? They're, everyone's they, digital. Everybody, everybody, everybody did. I don't think anybody can, is so... And they they can get play fields like that, where yeah. it's like, well, we'd have to run 100. Now they're like, oh, you, we got 10 on order? We can do one-offs. Yeah. We, can do, we can do 10, no problem, because digital printing just throw it in there. Boop. Yeah. You know, and so it makes sense. From, yeah, digital from a financial print, digital print CNC, you know, hope, hope that the wood's good and... And call it in. And and no matter what, like I said, those things are gonna get dimpled shit anyway. So I don't know oh, what the yeah. fuck we're all worried about. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I've, I've got Good a I've got a Metallica Pro and it's it's the play field's planked. And it's planked when I when I bought it, it was planked and I knew it was planked. I'm like, I don't fucking play it. Care. it. Plays good. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah, well, you know, and that doesn't make you wrong, right? Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, you're you're willing to overlook that problem. And if I hadn't have told you, you wouldn't notice it. No, never would. If you were to look in there and look at it really closely, you go, "Oh, that looks." I weird. mean, we've all had, <laughs> yeah, we've all had games yeah. like where half the fucking paint's missing. We're like, yeah. and people come over, they don't go, "God, half the paint's missing." And play for they're like, "Dude, you got a pinball machine? Exactly. That's awesome!" Exactly. You know, yeah. nobody cares. Like no one does. Nobody cares. Like, you I don't want to hear play. that. So <laughs> I don't know. I did, you know, like I said, I because I'm getting ready to buy my first new box, and it'll probably be one of two. I, you know, who knows what down the road, but I'm, you know. One of two, and it may be of my only new inbox experiences. So, you know, it's got to be something I want to keep for a while and that I really like, which they are going to be. But we'll get to that. I'm just imagine that Jurassic Park meme. Look, everyone, this guy is planking on his playfield. See, nobody cares. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> planking. We got planking over here. Yeah, and I don't want to meet up. Like cares. I said, nobody I, cares. Jack, 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 doing that, you know. <laughs> Jack's a good dude. Yeah. All the Jersey Jack folks, all the pinball manufacturers are all really, really awesome people. Well, you got to. I don't want to beat them up about it, but at the same time, when you drop a ten grand into a guy like me, yeah. ten grand's a lot. That's, that's, that's a big chunk. It is of money, a big chunk man. of change. But we also know how anal retentive part of the hobby can be. Right. And they're like, "Oh, I got a piece of dust in my clear coat. I need a new one." Yeah, right. that's ridiculous. Like, look what happened with Ghostbusters. 
Oh, yeah. Jesus. Oh, you know, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. You know, so you can't blame the manufacturers for not wanting to send out a play no, for you every little tiny a, nickel and dime defect. Yeah, play fills a thousand bucks. Yeah, right. When yeah. the margin's that slim too. Yeah. That's 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 their problem. Well the margins are slim for the distributors. They're they're not bad for the manufacturer. Yeah, but still I'm like, sure it ain't no thousand dollars a game. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It absolutely is. I think that yeah, like oh, there yeah. was there yeah. was a guy who came out recently and, and was talking about bombs, and he basically said that Stern games cost three thousand dollars to build. The pros, right? Well, all of them. Oh, okay. Here's the thing: is like when you buy a limited edition and you pay double the price, you don't. It doesn't cost them twice as much yeah, to build it. It maybe cost them a few hundred more dollars, but they make a lot more money. And again, that's why speculation is good for the hobby because right. again, people snap up the playfields or the limited. Stern makes a whole shitload of money on those, and then they can afford to bring us the cheaper edition, right? So that's fine. Um, you know, they're making money, right? And that's what I'm saying. If they could say, hey, look, take take back $1,000, sorry about your trouble. The problem is, is that, again, it's created the attitude that it's just like, I'm going to get an, I'm gonna get an extra play field out of the deal. Right. Right. And, you know, to them, an extra play field, it doesn't cost $800. You know, it probably costs, you know, a couple hundred bucks. You know, but the problem is it's just it's turned into a giant pain in the ass. Well, Jersey Jack, they're not as big as Stern. They can't afford to keep – or maybe they can, but they don't want to. I mean, I, I, I believe Jersey Jack probably can't even afford to keep sucking up these play fields. And so they basically said, look, you know, we're taking a hard line. You know, this is what's happening. But, you know, at the same time, I'm sure if you went to Jack and said, dude, check it out, half of my play field fell apart, they wouldn't go like, oh, yeah, that's that's – Obviously, that's that's normal. No, they would go like, okay, you know, let's bring that one in. Let's figure out where you went wrong. You know, let's get you a populated play field, whatever it ends up taking. You know, you just you, you can't like look at that and just go like, wow, they're just gonna they're just gonna fuck me. But at the same time, it's just like again, we've you know, like like we're saying, you know, we're taking tiny defects, which again, they're they're defects and it sucks, but you know, we can't continuously expect that they're gonna replace our games every time something goes wrong. You know, and I've never bought a new game. I've always bought secondhand. So at least I've always had the strength of being able to say, I've seen this game. I've played this game. I'm fine with the faults in this game. I will pay my money. You know, it's probably a lot harder when you're opening that box and you're expecting perfection. Yeah. yeah. And, you know? and, and maybe that's not realistic. Maybe it's not. But I mean, you know, we've, we've created the, the attitude that it's just yeah. like, it's supposed to be perfect and things are going to be perfect forever. Right. You know, and it's just, it's just, it's I don't want to let the manufacturers off the hook. I really do want to say, look, go back to the more expensive play fields that took longer to make that don't break. But at the same time, like, I can also oh, understand now. Right. I can understand why they're being dickish about it. Yeah. Well, but that's the thing is, it's just like you've got what four games coming out a year, right? From Stern. So it's like, what if that was three games and they just, you know, pushed you know, production back three, four months, whatever it took to, to stockpile the play fields. The problem is they don't want to make yay thousands of play fields and take the chances they're not going to sell them. Because that was a big thing at Williams in the 90s. I know Brian knows about this. Like, they would make their their run of Adams family or whatever, and they would just take the rest of those play fields and they would throw them in the crusher. Oh, Jesus. They would chop them up. They would chop cabinets up and turn them into other cabinets. Yeah, they like, would use them for other parts. They right. would set aside, like... Yeah, Someone I mean, quoted a number one time. I think it was like 5 or 10% of the run for extra play fields, and right. the rest got used up for other stuff. And obviously, you know, a Jersey Jack or even a Stern yeah, probably no just can't really afford to do yeah. that in this day and age because, you know, they're not making that much money. 
you know, or at least maybe they're making more money per game, but they're selling less games in a run. So yeah. it's it's pretty it's pretty it's it's a more complicated problem than I think everybody wants it to be. But like, yeah, man, you know, I feel for for the Jersey Jack owners, they're paying a premium. They should get screen. They should get self screen play fields. Yeah, like that's it. You know, that's it. They should get the play fields that that, that hold together. You know, that's just the long and short of it, man. Yeah. But you know, at the same time, you know me. Me going to Jersey Jack and going, well, I'm the second owner of this game and I want a free play field. Yeah, they should, yeah, you know, no. fuck off. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah be, and I'm the second. This is my second wife, and I'm like, shit. Exactly. Yeah, right, right. So what's the what's the next thing we have? Jack's like, I'm not even in charge of this fucking company anymore. <laughs> this, yeah, I yeah. know exactly. And he's such he's a really sweetheart of a guy. Yeah. Well, oh, really Jack's, Jack's a fucking um, gangster. And I do want to get enough money to buy Jersey Jack in. Yeah. Uh, I'll sell you one. I know you will. No, you won't because you love those games. Uh, <laughs> Only 20000 bucks, buddy. Well, there you go. I know, I know you have the money. Because bro prices. Yeah, we're going to exactly. get that. That's our last topic of the night, actually. Bro prices? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, what, about the, what about the, bro future, the future of the show? We're going to get to that. Spencer's that's exciting topic. announcement. That's, that's two topics out. Uh, so our next topic is companies. how many companies. We are kind of talking about this earlier. There's more companies now than even in the 90s. So we'll go over real quick. Obviously, there's Stern, the the, the, the powerhouse. They are now the Valley Williams. Yeah. What, what Valley Williams is in the 90s, Stern is, what is, Stern is right now. Right. Then you got Jersey Jack. Then you got Spooky. You got American. Um, you've got Haggis, which has only shipped one game, but they shipped a game. You've got um, the Pinball Brothers who took over Alien, and they're shipping Aliens now. And you got Dutch Pinball. And you got ten Dutch Pinball. So that's what? How many? That's seven. So six. Uh, four. Okay, so the big four. You got Stern, Jersey Jack, Spooky, Pete, American. American. And then you got Haggis is five, five. the the Pinball Brothers and the Alien Six, away. and then Dutch is seven. Seven, yeah. And then is there anybody I'm missing that shipped a game that's still in business? Because Suncoast shipped a game, but they went under. So they, they Cosmic Carnival, help yeah, Cosmic Carnival. Did Thunderbirds. Uh, oh, oh, thank you, Thunderbirds. Uh, home Pin, which they moved their factory to, from China to Hong Kong. They're building another game, and they hired Balser and Balser, the, Balser. the other dude from yeah, American. From American, huh? And Who? it's like, yeah, Balser. you realize the game you put out is literally listed. As Balser's the worst just game. been jumping well, around companies. Well, worst game ever made. the the whole thing was so they made Thunderbirds, right? Which everybody shits on, and it probably sucks. I've never played it. And then they had like, and and they basically said, okay, well, screw America and and Australia. We're gonna we're gonna have our next title be like Chinese zombies or something. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and it was supposed to be a very China oriented title because they're gonna try to sell in China. Apparently, they're giving up on that or they're back burnering it. And the, the, whatever they're they're bringing in Balser and what's his name to work on is supposed to be very North American uh, oriented. Hmm. So they are like, okay, we're we're gonna give this American thing a shot, which if nothing else is gonna be good for the laughs. You know, I'm going to say that and the fact that, well, goddamn, at least they actually shipped some games, unlike Deep Root. Hey, look, I, I, you know, I've never played... Uh, uh, Magic Girl? Not Magic Girl. What's what's the word? What's on <laughs> um, the home pin? Um, zombie. Not zombies. Retro Zombies. Fucking, what is it? No, home pin. Uh, uh, not uh, Deep Root. Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds. I've never played Thunderbirds, right? Okay. And I, I hear it's insanely bad, but it works. Okay? It exists. 
They've made a game. The dude, the dude made a game. I mean, he's an asshole. He's alienated the whole world of pinball by being himself. I mean, you know, just like Cara Dune, he just didn't get canceled yet. You know, I would love to see that dude manage to pull it together. I like Joe Balser's games. I know that his his reign at uh, American was probably kind of considered a failure. People don't like his games. They didn't like Oktoberfest. I love that. They game. didn't like Houdini. I think those are both fine games. Yeah. I think that he did. He did a miracle job pulling American out of the fire and, and getting them a, a working game and getting it out there. In record time. Right. Maybe he can do it again, man. Maybe he can go to China, go to Hong Kong, work with that Australian guy whose name I forget, and actually get them to make a halfway decent game. You <laughs> know? Well, Balser's just been jumping from company to company. Well, well, he, well now he was he's in American for two games. And then did he work on Hot Wheels too? No, no, he did. Okay. He worked yeah. – Apparently they had another game that he did, but yeah, just he was sort of like running the show, and now they have that other dude. I forgot his name. Or I've heard a couple of interviews with. And him. they've got uh, and you know, they he, got Dennis Norman now. Yes, yeah, yeah. Gizmo Games isn't around anymore either. Who? Gizmo Games are they still around? Oh, they made the picture back. Yeah, I don't know. I've been. Oh, they made the zombie yeah. zombie league. Those they, sold out. Yeah, there, there's a couple of other couple of operators that have them. The they they made the zombie, but they made a traditional one yeah. as well. So yeah, but like uh, you know, I, I would love to see Homepin because Homepin of any of the manufacturers really seem to have like, you know, they're making games in China, yeah, and and they're gonna be able to make them affordable, right? You know, because if they can get the entry level down to forty five hundred or five thousand and get a halfway decent theme and a halfway decent game, you know, it might be a game changer for for the industry. But maybe it's a step in the wrong direction, you know, right? But I would love to see him win or at least compete, you know? Hey, you know what? I, I, I'm for anybody that can make a pinball machine as long as they're making a pinball machine and they get it to market and they're not stiffing people who pay money. That's that's it. I just make your game. Get your game out. Even Suncoast, I think two people, two or three people that did order did get stiffed. Uh, but, I mean, if for the most part, they delivered the game, you know? It just Who's who's the player who's, like, working for Deep Root? Stephen Bowden. I really want to see Deep Root win just for Bowden. Because Bowden's just such a good dude. He's just such a good dude, and I was talking to him about it on uh, the Facebooks. Yeah. And he was just sort of like, he was just sort of like, man, I'm really hoping we can just get out. And I'm just like, I'm just like, you know, he's like, I'm, 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 I was just like, we were doing like limericks or something. He did his limerick for, uh, for Magic, or not Magic Girl, but for Zombie. Oh, yeah. Zombie Retro Atomic. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, a company man to the end. And he's he's just like, uh, uh, more, more, more like a proud uncle. <laughs> I'm just like, man, I hope I hope you get this thing out there, man. He is a road trip. Like, I really like, want to see you guys, guys ship you this know, thing. Uh, but, man, horse I, think, I think they, are, guys, fucking, you know? they are fucked. Yeah, because, well, because, okay, for some reason, in, the, in, in somebody, uh, oh, it's a rare hero, called it a cult. And he's right. The cult of J-pop. For some reason... J-pop keeps managing to con people into believing that he's not fucking retarded and can actually put out. This a isn't point. even this isn't even Papa Duke's fault. <laughs> well, no, it, it, like it's, Papa Duke turned in the design. He did. Like the game is apparently playable. Apparently. Like he didn't engineer it. Like he designed it. Right. 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 And at this yeah. point, it's just management. Right. Like the management shop. You know, Papa Duke's been quiet. Like they they he he paid off Papa Duke's debts. Papa Duke turned in his design. Like, don't get me wrong. I understand, again, it's fashionable to shit on John Papa Duke. And John Papa Duke made monumental fuck-ups. And, and, you know, whether intentionally or unintentionally. And 
I don't believe he meant to do it, but he did. He fucked people out of money. Okay. Fucking the worst thing that you can say about, uh, who's the deep root dude. Oh, Robert Mueller. About Mueller is he fucking paid off Papa Duke's debts and put him to work. Well, some of them. Well, apparently most of them, or at least a, a, a fair portion of them, right? You know, and now you're at the point where it's like, yeah, Magic Girl, you know, like you've seen Magic Girl. I've seen Magic no, Girl. I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen one? Oh, it's an abomination. Here's the thing. You see the game. <laughs> and that's being kind. You see the game and you 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 automatically go, wow, this would be really cool if it worked. Yeah, right. Because it is, you know. Again, the art the art was like the beginning of the art was the beginning of Zombie Yeti. The the design is definitely J pop at his it's like theater of magic yeah. at its theateriest and its magiciest. Yeah. With the like, girl. It's I, all know, over the you place. Can, you can take that saying though, what you just said, wow, this would be really cool at work to put I I got a buddy from years ago, had a wife, and it's like, wow, she'd have been really cool if she just worked. Or done anything, but that's <laughs> but that's the exact thing, man. Wow. It's just like you you look at that game and you go like the guy obviously had vision. Yeah. He just didn't have anyone to get him over the finish line. And I think that everybody really hoped that Deep Root was going to get him over the finish line. And guess what? They did, or at least they haven't. You know, uh, Raza looks cool. It doesn't look magic or cool. But it looks cool. Like, it looks like it could be a fun game. But it was not the game to, like, start your company with. No. no. I watched a video gameplay of it and was kind of like, eh. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool. But it doesn't look like this shit's... It's not. It doesn't look like this shit's rewriting my DNA. I feel like there's a lot of things that could go wrong with that game. Like, let's take the spinning little... If you played Hurricane, then you yeah. played Raza. Yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Yeah. Really? That's Hurricane's not my favorite game. Oh, I don't like Hurricane. It's even got, it's even got the Ferris wheel. Oh. All he did was yeah. take every single game. Cyclone's better. Roller Coaster, Amusement Park uh, game. Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yeah, that, maybe that one a little He bit, just sort of know, took, like, the Williams, the, the yeah. Comet Cyclone, oh, Hurricane, Comet Cyclone yeah. Hurricane Trilogy. Yeah. And then yeah. he, he took all the, the stuff Comet he's trilogy. done in every game he's ever made, you know, the magnet in the same place over and over and over again. And then the spinny uh, big ramp, like, in Toten. And that's all it did. It's, it's a J-pop. Like, it's a J-pop. It's a total J-pop. You know, and that's the whole thing is, again, it looks like a fine game, but it doesn't look like a game that was going to launch your company. It doesn't look like a game that people were going to put up with your bullshit for. You know, you need it. They needed, you know, if it was Goonies, whatever their hidden their hidden 80s theme was, they needed to really say, look, here it is. This is the big one that you're all waiting for. Yes, we know it's taken a long time, but, but you're going to wait. Yeah. And, it's, it's, and people would have waited. But nobody fucking cares about retro atomic zombie bullshit, you know? No, 10 years ago, zombies were hit. Nobody gives a fuck. Right, yeah. now zombies aren't. Zombie zombie amusement park. Yeah. Yeah. When, when's the last time we talked about The Walking Dead in a pinball podcast? Right, yeah. right exactly. Right. So. Oh, this one. There we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, that game's... Just now! That game's, what, six years old now? Five, seven. Six, seven. So I like that seven. game a lot. That's a, that's yeah, a me too. It's a great game. game. It's a I like game. it. It it's shoots great. It's a fat rule set. Everything on it. It's a wonderful game. It shoots game. very well. I it, does. Does. it does. It might be the ugliest pinball machine ever made, but it, it is. Be, it, but it's, but it's, it is fun it's to play. It's fun to play. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's ACDC ugly. Yep. I'll, I'll concur on that one, man. But, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, like, you, it's like, if, if Robert just kept his fucking mouth shut and just said, 
hey, we got John, we're going to score shit away, and we're going to fix all this, and we're going to put out a good game, we think you'll like it. And left it at that, that would have bought him so much goodwill. It was all the bravado and all the bullshit, and all these other companies suck us. It's like, they're putting out games, dickhead. What have you done? And now they're on the hook because they took people's money. If they hadn't taken money, they'd have been okay. But after all the bullshit yeah. now, they took money. They took pre-order. Yeah, but you know what? they made promises they're not keeping. He no. already said, look, if you want your money back, you can have your money back with interest. Well, see, before it was like, well, you'll take a penalty. No, he he said if they want a refund, they get they get a refund with nominal interest. I mean, that's the whole thing. He's never fucking tried to steal anyone's money that I know of. Well, the problem is this, you know, we just need to see something. Like a real game. Like, just just get it off your back, man. And stop talking more doing. You know? yeah, well, yeah. and that's the whole thing is at this point. I well, he's, he's not talking. He's really yeah. talking. He's just updating the people who are waiting. Right. And, and you know, and, and, and we're listening to those podcasts and reading those emails. And, and now we're talking for him. But, <laughs> but the, the irony of the situation is really it's just, again, everybody, you know, everybody's got an opinion, right? That's just the nature of this beast, right? You do, I do, Alex does, Brian does, you know, Eric might, I don't know. He doesn't, he doesn't really play pinball. Uh, <laughs> and, the, you know, the, the funny thing about it is all I'm saying is I really, for Stephen Bowden's sake, I want to see his project hit the fucking world. Like I want people to play his game. Right. And and you know experience his rules and hopefully it will and be good and and if it if it flops you know great maybe deep root goes away and if it succeeds hopefully they're a little bit better making their second game but I mean you know let's just you know let's get this game out there for Stephen Bowden. <laughs> you know what man that's a great attitude to have and I can get behind that because Steve Bowden is just. A good dude. Exactly, good dude. man. Let's get this game out there for yeah. Stephen Bowden. And, 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 you know, the, the hundred people who are going to get a retro atomic will get them, and, and hopefully they like it. You know? There you go. There you go. So we're up to the final topic of the night, So uh, which is uh, the future of the show. No, don't worry. We're not going away. We are so going away. We're going away. There will like never every be a show's going this away. This is the last episode. No, it's not. No, it's not. Um, Spencer sucks. Well, that's a good episode. Well, well um, no. Wait, wait, we've had a good episode? <laughs> we've had some one, great memories. I guess the one that Jamie was on was good. <laughs> the one that Jamie was on was good. The last one we did at Eric's was good. The one with... Uh, that was the one that Jamie was on. Yeah, okay, that was it. See? <laughs> the, one with, the one with that train was just epically good because he's such a good storyteller. We've had a lot of good episodes. The, the Sopranos was great. Hearing yeah. about the Sopranos was I great. I love the Star Trek. So we're in the story with... Uh, where he got his first game, Jurassic Park, and he bought another game, didn't have a shaker. And it's like, this game's like, broken? This, this thing's busted. It doesn't work. <laughs> transporting a pinball? Yeah, transporting a pinball. Um, no, so uh, so what's going on is, uh, I think, I did we talk about this last episode? No. I, don't, I don't think so. We, we just talked about my road trip to Wyoming. You know, dude. You should know what you're talking about. I miss, dude, <laughs> with so much going on. Have you even so, met right, I'm gonna give, I'm Brought to you by Pellegrino. Here we go, that I'm drinking and enjoying. Thank Pellegrino. you very much. Yeah. So, okay, so uh, last episode we talked about my lovely wife and I went on a road trip to Wyoming. And uh, uh, had a good time out there, had a lot of fun. And so uh, I put my house on the market, and it sold in about 11 seconds. And uh, we bought a house in Casper, Wyoming. And so June 14th, we pull out of our driveway and leave California for Casper, Wyoming. Boo! Um, And 
the only downsides are I'm going to miss the crew, all the pinball people, all our, our you know friends and listeners. Uh, we're still going to be on the air. I got a new mixing board that I've never used, courtesy of Dan's lovely wife, Jamie. Uh, my new house is double the square footage of the one I currently have. And I'm going to have an office because I'll be working remotely and uh, a studio so I can, you know, we can, uh, we're going to video chat. And we're going to still do the shows. Um, Alex and you guys will be our, our Sacramento area people. I'm going to, I'm coordinating right now, reaching out and uh, getting some people in Oregon, Washington, a Bay Area correspondent, a SoCal correspondent. And I'm going to try to cover the whole West Coast and just get people to call in or chime in you know like zoom Buddy, call. Huh? don't get ahead of yourself man yeah just yeah. just get skype working just get skype working right <laughs> there you go i'm gonna get one of those so i'm just gonna get, get zoom working like, man well, now why would i leave why would i leave all this and all you guys and, and my job while well, still with the company of 22 years and uh the area i was born and raised in it's like why would i now at 55 yeah fireworks oh, no, sacramento no that's fireworks yeah it's fireworks Okay. Um, I know that's <laughs> yeah. So why would I leave? Get all this? strapped. Let's 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 recap. Everybody here. Massive shooting was there, like what earlier this week, yeah. right? Yeah, probably. Shit. Um, I think so. Yeah. No, so, it was automatic gunfire. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, that's okay. Um, Who done rolling. it? We're we're rolling. Who done it? So uh, what? Uh, we at Henry's house. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, we were the other night. It played great. Uh, so the reason I'm uh, well, there's a lot of reasons, but. After last year, you know, 2020, nobody had a good 2020. And all the guys are looking Tell at their phones. Tell me more about COVID. Yeah. The, yeah, well, all the guys are now looking at the phones because they've all heard me rattle about this endlessly for the last year and a half. Um, so it all started in 2019. Um, my lovely wife and I went to Boise, Idaho area and thought about maybe relocating there. No, I'm okay. So she was starting to not feel so good. We didn't know what was going on. So she was diagnosed with uh, stage 4 lymphoma. Um, and, and a lot of the listeners, you guys know about this. What you don't know is she was given about a 10% chance to make it through 2020. Um, and she did make it through and she survived. And, uh, and so she's not, the cancer's dead right now, but she's not cancer free. Melanoma can come back, most likely will. And it's most likely someday down the road will end up being the thing that, that kills her. I mean, she could go 30, 40 years. We don't know. So, but she does, in fact, she just did her latest checkup. Uh, with it Saturday, so she did it uh, Thursday, and then she's good. Um, so she's doing great, and I'm so thankful for that. I have a lot to be thankful for right now. Um, truly blessed. Rusty's a badass. Rusty, yeah, she is. Rusty is a badass. Yes, she is. So, um, but you know, just with everything going on, two years ago, my my you know uh, my old hometown of Paradise pretty much burnt down. My daughter and son-in-law lost their house. Everybody I know lost their house. And a lot of people lost their businesses. A lot of people lost their lives. So they relocated to Oracle, where I actually was born and raised. But I lived in Paradise for 19 years uh, after my time in the Navy. Anyway, long and short of it, try to get through this quick, because uh, everybody's heard this story a dozen times now. Um, they were evacuated four times at their new house, my daughter and son-in-law. The smoke from a fire literally any direction within 50 miles of Sacramento last summer, where the point where for like three weeks, the air quality was literally hazardous to your health, warned not to go outside unless you're very life dependent on it. COVID and just a myriad of other nonsense and bullshit. And basically people will say, are you moving to Wyoming? No, it gets really cold there. Don't care. It can get 20 below zero. And it does. Don't care. You know why? Because the whole fucking state's not going to be on fire at once. 
and we won't have COVID and be critically shorthanded at work and on and on. And that's what? what do you mean you won't have COVID? There's COVID in Wyoming. Well, you know what I mean. But don't you have something special in this new place you're moving into? Yes, I'm because I've done so well on selling in my house. Uh, yay, good housing market. Um, Rusty looked at me and said, not can we, we said we're buying a Deadpool and then you can get any other game you want. Yeah. So we're getting two new unbox games. So, and, uh, my house is double size. I'll have room so everybody can come visit and we'll still come out. My daughter and son-in-law live here. I'll still come out for the shows. Wouldn't miss it. Um, you know, I'm going to miss everybody, but uh, you know what, man, it's, it's, uh, my daughter's favorite book is, uh, Walden, Henry David Thoreau. And, uh, there's a line in the book, and I'm paraphrasing because I've not actually read this book. Um, so, but it's my daughter's favorite line in the book. And it's, uh, I went to Walden to die and discovered I never really lived. When I went to Wyoming and saw wild horses running along the plains, um, I got that same kind of connection that my daughter had with Walden. Like I felt something. said, That's pretty cool. This is a place for me. You know, because I mean, you know, I'm a small town boy. I grew up in a town of 10,000 people. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, where everybody knows everybody, you know, and I've lived in, in the cities and I loved it and I made money and done really well for myself. And throughout all of COVID, man, I never missed a day of work. You know, Rusty, you know, even her being really sick. I mean, you know, we had money in the bank. The bills are all paid, a roof overhead, plenty to eat. She survived this, you know, so we're really blessed. But that's just, you know, I mean, it's time for it's time for something new. It's time for me to have a new experience. So the show will go on. And people are like going, fuck, we got to keep listening to this shit. Uh, no, it's going to go on and I'm going to, and I'm going to really work hard to improve it and learn how to use a mixing board and mix and get the cool intro music that Mark Scott put, uh, get put together back on the show and all that cool stuff. And the, and the round table will still be here. We'll just be doing it remotely more now until they come out to visit or I come out for whatever reason, but we're still going to do it. And there's a, and, and, Casper's about to get a better pinball because uh, Cheyenne has a really good pinball scene. Casper, not so much, but I'm going to be there soon. And I know there's other pinball people out there, casual players and collectors. And uh, they just need somebody to knock on the door and say, hey, let's get together and have some fun. That person's you. I'm, I am yes. that. I'm that guy. Yeah. Until, I'm the, get that. until the first winter when this dumbass freezes to death. That's probably be it. You're gonna, and, and, Dan, and Dan will be, Dan will be at, give me my eulogy. At my memorial and go, I told you, motherfucker. I fucking told him. <laughs> I, I fucking, fucking told, told him not I to move told away. I told him don't move to Wyoming. Damn. Damn. I know. Spencer's going to be fine. He's going to be fine with the cold. He's yeah. used to working at that workshop up in the North Pole. There you go. He's going to be fine. Zing. And I'm going to, boom. This, it, this is the hardest part because, like, when we get together and we're at Dan's, we always Brian have and I are sitting around his patio or mine, drinking a beer, talking about nothing. You know, we get together, all of us, and play pinball and do the show. And we go to the shows. We go to Henry's, have Henry Chicken. That stuff, man, it's going to kill me to not have that. Well, yeah. and, and here's here's the deal. I'm not happy that you're going. Same here. <laughs> but I want everything to work out for you. Same. I'm really excited for you guys and your new experiences. And when you die... I, I will come and collect your pinball machines for you. <laughs> and say, and say <laughs> I fucking told you so. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's it, because I love you guys, man. You're, you guys are my brothers. And, and you know, you guys all knew pretty much what was going on for Rusty. You guys were there uh, in spite of COVID and everything, man. And it, it was hard enough to get through it. But wow. thank God you guys were there to help with that. So, 
Um, cause that was a period of time in the peak of summer when the fires were raging. Cause she wasn't doing, uh, like chemo. She was on, which now it's come out of the experimental phase and now it's mainstream. So immunotherapy at the time was still considered experimental. Mm. And, uh, one of the chemicals they gave her, uh, it has a name. There's your boy and something else to get the other one. But the other one. What was it? The immune death receptors or something? On the fucking IV bag. It literally says human program death receptor. Yeah. And it's like, that's a bad motherfucker, right? So yeah. it put her out. So for like weeks because of the, the, of the treatment, it was like, you know, bed couch. That was it. And that was, you know, and. They're just because it was kicking her ass, you know. And now she's coming out to our pinball things. Yeah, she's been out. She's hanging. Couple. She's yeah. hanging thirteen billion points Holy on attack from Mars. Fuck. Yes, that was yeah. great. Yeah. Which one's that? Oh, kicking cancer's ass. Nice, dude. <laughs> you think she would like that? She would love that, dude. Thank I, you. I present this to you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Where did you get this? At a there's a store in town called Strapping Store. They have all sorts of crazy shit. That's awesome. Thank you. You're Did you say the strap on store? Thank you. Show that. Yeah. Alex, so, don't yeah, go so, there. So, right. I, will, I will take a picture of this. <laughs> I don't want to post it and post it. But yeah, she uh, she came out to her first pinball event, um, and uh, we were at uh, George's. George's, yeah. And uh, oh, it was her second one because she came to your last one too. Yep. So. Uh, and she put up 13 billion on Attack from Mars. She, nice. She just destroyed she, that. She leveled yep. that game. That she awesome. she hung a big score on that game. Yeah. Nice. To celebrate me selling it to George. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then George said, I wanted man. it. Yeah. So, yeah, I talked to the guards because, uh, you know, I got, the offer, I got the first offer on Brad's old Attack from Mars because he was buying a new one, a new remake. And I didn't have a coin at the time. So I was like, uh, so I told Dan about it. It's like, well, you know, Garson's one, you know. No, you and told I, me about it. I told him about that's why, it. Yeah, I told you, and then you told him. And I'm, I'm, I'm the attack from Mars finder. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I keep so, finding fat deals so, on attack uh, from Mars. Yeah, Mike Garcia, the Garson. So, and uh, I'm shout glad, out to Mike Garcia. Yeah, yeah. I'm really glad he got it. He's a good dude. And uh, we're talking about, I guess, dude, I love you, but that's bolted to the fucking floor. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't blame you. Who, George or Mike? Both, actually. I talked to them both. They're like, both of them, love you, bro. It's bolted to the fucking we're not. We're not Mike might sell his someday. No, his kid loves it. But George, was, George, yeah, because I told George, I'm like, look, all I want is the consideration that if you're done with it, let me know so I can make a decision on it. And George is just like, yeah, don't hold your breath. And I'm like, hey, man, if it lives at your house and I can come and see it, that's fine. Because yeah, let's cool. be honest, man, I like to play Mike's a lot more anyway. Uh, <laughs> I, want, uh, uh, yeah, I want George's break shot because I absolutely love that game. Dude, would, I, mean, I mean, he got that from Shannon, didn't he? I think so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it came yeah, from yeah. Shannon. Shannon. It came from Jeff. I don't know where Jeff Dude, got that it. Thing's probably, Mike Hosier. Probably from Hosier. <laughs> got it from Cheddar, I believe. No, Cheddar. So I think he got the, I think it was the one the Cheddar fucking, had. The fucking tunnel in this, in this uh, group. <laughs> just everybody constantly so, selling each other games. Well, see, plus I'll Rather than honest, just going to each other's houses and Dude, playing them for dude, free. So I can get, plus being, being, in, uh, being in Casper Island, I can get over to, like, we, we're bordered by six states there, and they're pretty close. So I can get over to Utah for games. I can get over to Idaho. I can get over to Colorado, South the, the Dakota, Nebraska. You know, I mean, they couldn't, be, they couldn't be worse. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. I can get all over all. So, anyways, the spinner is lit. We'll live on. Yep, live long and prosper. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll oh yeah. Hopefully, with the new phone of friend. And yeah. <laughs> and if it doesn't, we'll be starting our own podcast yeah. called Spencer Sucks. Spencer yeah. Sucks. Fuck <laughs> you for leaving us. The, the, oh, you freeze called, to death. Called the Spencer is the Spencer is lit. So. I told you so. Both those pages are already up on Pornhub. So. Oh, oh no, <laughs> really? 
Yeah. Well, Brian, I saw your video. Brian. Yes. It was Dude. disgusting. I only watched it three times. I was yeah. surprised he made it through it three times. I had to wait for the pill to kick in. Oh. Oh, God. We're, we're not Why don't you use the two of us? We're at the one hour and 55 mark. Do we have anything to talk about? Do we have shout outs and thank yous or whatever? Uh, I think we I think we ought to say right now that uh, we should we should set something up where we have some sort of annual pilgrimage out to Wyoming to visit you. Yeah, uh, or or we all meet halfway and we all meet in Vegas and we spend the weekend. A, yeah, go to a yes. show somewhere. Vegas is not that's in the wrong direction from here to from Wyoming. He's just like go to pinball of fame, well, make no, noise. It's like it's like a forty minute. Make noise at Tim Arnold's new building. That's true. He's just yeah, like yeah, a we get together, to we fly out Saturday morning, we spend the day. Playing pinball, we go have buffet dinner. We all meet together for breakfast. Look, here's the deal: we know we, you're, uh, we know put you're the gonna... bed up on the roof, the mattress up on the roof. Yeah, you know that can't really happen, right? No, yeah. We know you're going to be coming out here. Oh yeah, because there ain't no pinball shows in Wyoming. But there is in Colorado. There you go. Okay, then go to the one there in Colorado. Well, go to the gosh. one in Colorado instead of coming to ours. Well, okay? I like to come to ours too. It's still my show. As I told everybody, it's still my home show. Okay. It'll always be my home No, show. no, no. There's one in Colorado. That's your home show. No, now. I'm going to go to that one, too, because I'll be close enough, okay? The one in Colorado, which, where is it at? Is it's it in Rocky Mountain. There's one in Denver, showdown? and then there's another show, too. I'll, right? say, I'll say this for people that haven't been to Denver. Denver has got their stuff locked down for flying into the airport and getting into downtown. The train comes right to the airport. Yeah. Takes you right into downtown, right where everything is at. Yeah, it's really easy. The Denver it's Airport really is literally like a city, forty-five minutes away from town. Miss literally a city, is. so middle of nowhere. No, I'll be back, man. And my daughter and son-in-law are here. You so know, we'll, all you guys are we'll here. Ex- we'll expect to see you a couple times a year. Oh, you will. There's really no reason to go visit Wyoming. Devil's Tower, man. Jackalopes, jackalopes, jackalopes. wild horses, yeah. and and a really great pinball arcade in Cheyenne. Yeah. Uh, Flippers Arcade. Yeah, you told me about that. They got they got an Led Zeppelin LE, man. And an Elvira. Damn, we'll just get over our California buddies move there and ruin it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> we just have a whole California We'll just show up with like, the closest 40,000 people we know from the Bay Area. Be like, hey, Spencer, we're your new neighbors. You bought up all the yeah, land. Which you just double the population of any city in Wyoming. <laughs> I want to I want to buy your Flash Gordon. <laughs> just have a bunch of people start calling you. I want to buy your flash You know that's going to have get 10 emails in the morning going, I want to buy your flash cord and I'll give you $500 for it. Damn, I yeah, got a good so. idea for a flyer put it for a good time. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's selling a flash. He'd just be like Spencer like this with a jacket. On. Yeah, exactly. It'll be uh, like an airline thing. You know, we do have to go back to uh, Uncle Vito's Pizza, though, because those... Uh, they don't have any games. games are gone. I know, but they got the fries. That's oh, yeah, those fries. Yeah. yeah, they were fine. Those were good fries. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's pinball. Were you with us that night? Did you go with us? For Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were there. Yeah. 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 Greg was there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But it had that weird tilt to it, too. Like, it wasn't level. Yeah, it wasn't level. Yeah. Oh, we are, we are, um, I'm going to be going over to the flipper room here with Greg and those guys pretty soon. No, oh, I went sure. there uh, two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna reserve it. You know, you can do something where you can reserve yeah. it. Yeah. You have to, yeah. You have to email. When they move to yellow, they're going to stop that, and it'll just yeah. be open to a limited amount of people. Well, and, and here's the deal. I mean, I know this is super local news, but I don't imagine anyone that we don't know doesn't listen to this anyway. Uh, on, on the pin sides, on the California thread, it sounds like, California Extreme is like just waiting for the word. Really? Even though it's only, you know, like what, 10 weeks, apparently yeah. they've got the hotel 
they got the hotel block and they got the convention center. Everybody if, just wants things if, back. If the oh, city, yeah. if well, the hotel really does, I guess. But if the city of city Santa, Santa Clara, Clara says it's okay, Santa Clara it might happen. Along than a lot of other places. And then we're also, you know, it it feels safe to be optimistic about Pinagogo. So we we might actually get a couple shows this year. But I would be I would be super stoked if California Extreme manages to pull it out. Because that would be, you know, in what, July, right? Usually it's like late yeah. July. Yeah. And that's, you know, don't get me wrong. California Extreme isn't my favorite show. Yeah, it's not my Because favorite, it's a little bit big still, and a little bit ridiculous. But, I mean. It's a they show. They have a lot of cool stuff. It would, be, it would be cool to see it go down. Do you think the masks you, you still have to wear inside would block the smell from the DDR players up in Bay? Like oh, yeah. They probably would make you wear masks the whole time. Yeah. Like yeah. I, you have to carry a can of Febreze and spray it around the DDRs because it stinks like high school gym class. I'm not taking a shower type. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I've never been to California Extreme. I was mean to go, but it's been on my busy season. Like, yeah. you know, like Golden State and Pentagogo, that was it. You know, it's like after that, it's like, boom, on the gas till November. I haven't you know? been to California Extreme since it's got to be. It's got to be eight or nine years. Since you stopped me from punching that guy in the back of the head. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> Adrian and I went, and it was before Atticus was born. Oh, wow. That dude, that dude needed to be knocked out. Yeah, that was, that guy was <laughs> Who the hell was that? We were playing, we were waiting to play a game, and, like, the dude knew we were there. He turned around, he looked at us, and he pressed start four more times. And I was just like, I, like, grabbed him on the shoulder, and I was all like, dude... And I don't even remember what he said, but it was something that got me bad enough that I was just like, all right. And probably just like, nope, we got to go. <laughs> it, was, it was something like, you guys are going to wait because I'm not done playing yet. Like the etiquette, oh, your normal like, etiquette wasn't. Oh, yeah, bad. that's terrible. Yeah. No. Fuck but that. common for pinball but shows. But that's literally the only Actually, you know, I've never heard about that happening in our shows. No, but I've never had that mob. I hear about it in Illinois. And, well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen, I don't mean physical altercations, but yeah, at every single show I've been to, that was almost, There's always somebody there playing multiple games who will not not share. Every there was show almost one of that. Oh, yeah. Every or someone not wearing deodorant. Or, you know, someone, you know. The deodorant thing yeah. is pretty normal. Dude, yeah. I never actually had bad body odor in the other show. It seemed like everybody was pretty, you know, even California Extreme. It seemed like everybody was usually pretty good. So that was the one time, though, that, like, again, I just really wanted to, like, put my foot in the back of that dude's knee <laughs> and then just, just – Put it down on him and Brian. What game was this? I don't White know. Water. Was it White Whitewater? Yeah. But I was ready. I was ready to fight, man. I, at that point, I was hot. And Brian's just like Brian's just like, dude. Yeah, dude, it is. It, it is not worth going. Yeah. It is not worth going home in the cop car. Yeah, true. You know, so it'll be, nice ride home. Well, that's nice it'll be nice to come back to shows again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, California Extreme just not on my radar anymore. I've played everything that they're going to have to offer there, and. But it's uh, just it's far away. It's a fun show. It's the, worth, it's worth going to. Yeah, the uh, Pacific. Uh, In a couple years, the, the boys will really enjoy it. Because they will see shit. They, good? they yeah. will see you will see shit that you've never seen through their eyes. You know, I wish that, they would do their show. Pretty again. I really like the show that they did out in. Nevada or wherever that was. Which one? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the old PPE shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those. they stopped those, and then they had one at their warehouse. 2016, yeah. and then they didn't have. And then they one. they haven't had any more. There's some issues going on with that. That well, I'm not going to talk about. That's okay. Yeah, that's business. that's that's another three hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I just I, I just remember that, that that particular show that they had out in Nevada for they were they were the best really ones in California. Day. Hands yeah, down, that was because they had like four hundred plus games. Dude, I was so I never made it to one of those. They they had like a ton every of games. single year. Like I was ready to go, and I think at, at the time I was in management, yeah, yeah, and something always came up. Like yeah. every year without fail, like yeah. I got fucked out of going to that show. They had yeah. a ton of games. It was incredible, well run. Yeah. Their team of techs was beyond reproach. It was a big enough room where there was space, so people weren't all jammed no, up. No, like the pictures were incredible. Like yeah. I said, every time I saw that, I'm just like, oh, I can't believe I missed that. Yeah. But like I it said, it was in San Rafael at the Marin Civic yeah. Center. Yeah, that's yeah, what there, it was. There was just always yeah, right across the causeway oh. was the, uh, the Embassy Suites. So if you got a room there, there was free breakfast. And if you knew people, you go with them to the free happy hour. Uh, that, I think that was the first time, that first show where they ever showed a color D&D on Attack from Mars, if I remember right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was a huge deal. Yeah. But yeah, they were all, they were all great. That yeah. show was the best one that was done in Northern California, bar none. Yeah. Uh, Golden State's great. Pinagogo's great. Yeah. California Extreme's great. They didn't hold a candle. Yeah. Well, there's also uh, uh, the Museum of Pitball in Danny. And they're talking about moving maybe to Palm Springs. And they're going to have like, twi- eight, like thousands of machines, like. Just crazy square footage. Palm Springs. That means we can go to the reef. The ba- yeah, the banning. Bar? The banning thing. That, that I haven't been good. to banning. Me too. Either it's just it's. Yeah, I want to get there. It's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's well, like Fresno. It's, it's in banning. Yeah. It's like being. Dude, I bet you that that come what? When is it? Never drains. Is that like January thought, or something? Yeah, that's already. Passed. I bet you that that shit is going to be humongous with with uh, with Pinberg off the table. I bet that that is going to be the big fucking show. Yeah, well, yeah. Because Pinberg sold all their games. Yeah, yeah. Pinberg, they they basically said they uh, their foundation. Well, they didn't. They're not Which, out of existence, but they basically yeah. said, "Look, we don't know how much longer this is going to go. We can't afford to keep sustaining the, the playing the waiting game." They refunded everybody. They sold their games to get rid of the storage fees, and I mean that's fine. Okay, I get it. But that's what I'm saying is I really do think that like. It never drains, which was already kind of the second biggest. Yeah. I think. Yeah. We'll probably that pick up pick up the pieces. Which is funny, packing all my shit because uh, like ninety percent of our <laughs> items at home were packed already. No, the day we got home from Wyoming, Rusty started packing. Uh, I found a whole bunch of Papa tokens. Yeah, nice. I didn't even know I had them. Yeah. I just so. sorry. I was just thinking of Boondock Saints and the guy comes pack your shit. <laughs> no, it's funny. No, it's funny. Like literally, that's like, what are you doing? Movie. She's out in the garage. Like, the, like we get home, man. I'm sitting down on the couch because for those of you guys like don't know, and because you guys don't know Rusty, my wife, uh, she likes scary things. She likes roller coasters. I like roller coasters. Like we go to Tower of Terror. Everybody else, including me, is screaming, and I'm leaving like hand prints in the seat. She's laughing. Yeah. We're on the plane. I don't like. Uh, uh, turbulence, like at all. I'm not a real fan. Okay, she's like looking at me, like, "Isn't the turbulence fun?" I'm like, "No, no, it's not." Land this motherfucker now. I'll walk home. Yeah, you know, it's like, no, not fun. So, <laughs> and oh, and uh, and uh, I'll show you the picture when we get off air here in a second. We'll get this closed out because everybody's like going, "Dude, end the show already." Uh, um, uh, in the airport, the have you been lately to the Denver airport? Yeah. Okay, oh, so you found City Walk? Yeah. Okay, okay, Sarah, know about it. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, City Walk's a real place. It is. It is. So, you, get the, you get the city beef. Or the, or the city chicken. The city chicken. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> go to Mongolians. <laughs> yeah. God, that airport's huge. 
You know the yes. ten, the ten outside reminded Rusty and I of Logan's Run. So we're walking through the airport, going redo, redo, and then people are laughing and smiling. And like you're over forty, you got that yep. joke. So and so, if you got that reference, email us at the Spinner is Lit at gmail.com. Anybody who got that joke doesn't know how to use email. <laughs> that's a good point. And let us know if it's really time for carousel. <laughs> yeah, because that that's what started it because somebody said, like, a baggage plan carousel five. Like, carousel, renew, renew. Yeah. So, anyway, so, uh, yeah, has anybody got any shout outs and thank yous? Shout out to Eric for letting us uh, come by and crash in this place. Yeah, that was great. This I'm is great. not sleeping here. Yeah, I want. Yeah, and thank you for the lovely trophy for Rusty. I'll give that to you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, um, my wife's cancer doctors and uh, uh, the team man who basically saved her life. It was great when uh, Doctor Rajabi, uh, her oncologist, he was just smiling ear to ear um, to give her the good news. Like, like, yeah, right now everything's dead. We did good because, like, he goes, when you came in here, and he goes, I'm thinking to myself, oh, I can't save this poor woman, so. Mm-hmm. And he did. So hats off to the the team yeah. uh, up in Folsom, best medical cancer dudes on the planet, man. So and uh, shout out to all the listeners who keep listening, in spite of my potty mouth and genuinely surly demeanor lately. So and uh, shout out to all you guys, man. Have put up with me all these years, and uh, you know been like brothers to me. I'm gonna miss you guys a hell of a lot. So thank you, Dan, for uh, for that one finger salute. All right, guys, this has been episode uh, hey, 38. I got, a, I got a shout out. You got a shout out. Shout out to Spencer <laughs> for being number one. Yep. <laughs> don't Lift the middle finger. Don't, up in don't the freeze air. to death in Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't freeze to death in Wyoming. No, no, seriously. Though. Thanks, thanks, Spencer. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, uh, yeah thank you. You know, for, yeah. for the good times. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I think that in general, you better just, you know, don't don't get ahead of yourself. Get get moved in. Figure out how to use Zoom. Figure out how to actually record the episode so it's not just a two-hour conversation on the phone. Yeah. And uh, you know, let, you only hear one side. So <laughs> let's let's keep it going. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll keep it. No, because we did do an episode on the phone. And we did. We did. We did. We did a, a Zoom meeting, and, and nothing came out. <laughs> which it was is, just, wow. It was so garbled <laughs> you couldn't make out any of it. <laughs> it, was, it was like a normal. So it's like a normal yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, thank you guys, and thank you, Spencer, for for bringing us in on this. It's it's been a lot of fun. Oh yeah, and it, it and, won't yeah. it won't be the same doing it on the phone. Yeah. Well, God willing, I'll get it figured out, and we'll do it video chat style, and, and then we maybe can have we a, can all get together over here and talk to you on the phone. I'll, I'll bring my snowball out. There, there you go. go. Yeah, or you yeah, you can put it up on the video monitor. That's true. Yeah. Why do you call it snowball? Because it's like thirty-seven. Thirty-seven in a row. Come back here. At least I wasn't 36. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Take take us home, motherfucker. It didn't mean anything. All right, boys. You guys know what this, uh, you guys know the, the, what are we we even doing? God, I'm tired. I I did three dump loads today, so. um, In a row? In a row. Damn. Absolutely. Yes, I did. Big dump loads. God, I got so much shit in my house. You need to stop eating so much meat. (laughs) Really do. More vegetable. Less fiber. Less fiber, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Technology. Big <laughs> men putting screwdrivers into things, turning them and adjusting them. them. Build your own atom storage box, well, state of the art in soft serve technology. And it really, really works. Play pinball. Keep, Keep America, America strong. strong. And we are out of here. Woo! Tacos. Tacos. Oh.